Bartow Yellow Jacket football starts now. It's time for Bartow Yellow Jacket football on WBF. Tonight's game is sponsored by Kelly Buick GMC of Bartow, doing whatever it takes to earn your business. Evolve Professional Landscape Management, Spath Jewelers of Bartow and Valrico, Pallet One of Bartow, SR Wright and Company, by Ewing Blackwelder and Deuce Insurance. Keith Spray Service of Bartow, taking care of your lawn and garden for over 50 years. Budget You Pull It, the parts you need when you need them. Citrus Air Conditioners of Bartow, by Widden McLean Funeral Home. Beefo Brady Sports Pub in the Bartow Center South. And by Bartow Ford, we're different and we prove it. Now, let's join our broadcast crew for Yellow Jacket Football. Well, good evening and welcome to Bartow Memorial Stadium. It is week number three of the high school football season. The Golden Gate Titans from Naples visiting Bartow Memorial Stadium to face the Yellow Jackets. It is homecoming 2023 with Mike Ayers, Bruce, and Andy Edmond. I'm Jeff Thornberg. Thank you so much for joining us. We think we've got a good one for you tonight. Both teams enter the game at uh, 2-0 record. Both squads feature very strong defenses. The Titans have only allowed 17 points on the year, while the Yellow Jacket defense has surrendered only seven. Last year, Bartow held on for a 28-21 overtime win in the rain down in Naples last year. It's good to be with you on a Friday night. And, Bruce, it's also good to report, look at the weather we have. Yeah, it's, it's beautiful out there. Um, we it it really clouded up, and Mike got uh, he got pretty wet at his place, which is never a bad thing. We're we're not gonna shy away from the rain any time. But uh, after after last week, we're very happy to have the the sunny skies, and the sun is going down a little bit earlier than it has been, and so just about game time. It'll be just about dusk, and. And that'll be the perfect time for Friday night football, and and we're excited. Uh, this team is a a very very good team uh, coming up from Naples. It's one of those home and home series. We went down there last year, and uh, now they're having to come up here, and so we'll we'll see how it all pans out. But I think two really good football teams are going to go at it tonight, and and that just adds for more excitement. And it's homecoming. Homecoming. They've had the, the presentation of all the homecoming candidates. They narrowed it down to the uh, top ten gentlemen, the top ten ladies earlier uh, this evening, and I guess that will all be revealed at the homecoming dance. Uh, I believe it is tomorrow night. Uh, so good luck to all them. But it was pomp and circumstance on the field earlier uh, today. Before we get started much further, we want to mention real quick about softball, Bruce. Did you hear the news about the Bartow Softball Complex, which is right off to our straight-ahead position from where we are. The Bartow Softball Complex is getting a $5.8 million upgrade thanks to a 50-50 financial partnership with Polk County and Bartow. Now, this upgrade was approved this week at the commission meeting. It's going to include bullpens, batting cages, uh, pavilions, and so much more. And that's just awesome. That's the the girls girls deserve it. That's amazing. But they do. They they won a lot of championships and, and it's good to hear something like that happening and that's a i mean the field is is incredible the they have the the reserve section seats uh they have the bench seats for a select few that that can sit down the row um 
and you have the redneck section, which was the outfield. And, the um, best section. <laughs> I mean, that to, to add on to that place, it's going to be a, a mega structure. You know they they've really dumped a lot. I mean, you look and see. Look at the new uh, the new weight room, the new locker room for Barto at the you know the East End Zone down here. I mean, the money that's just come into this organization as far as athletic wise goes has been amazing over the last couple of years. And Neil Duncan, the president of the Barto Booster Club, has done tremendous fundraising efforts to get a lot of this built, and now now this partnership with the Poe County uh, Poe County government and Barto to improve a, a very nice facility already for softball. Now it's just going to be even better, and that's just. Uh, Hey, home of champions, right? That's yeah, I mean, when you got nine state championships, uh, you're pretty much going to get uh, uh, favorable treatment. And uh, I, I miss doing the softball, me and your brother. Uh, I miss, miss you know, being with him and and uh, miss it a lot. But um, I was happy with the times that I was there. I had got to call two state championship games. Uh, we lost two back-to-back in the last inning. Uh, so, you know, the ups and downs of the whole thing, but uh, with Coach Rutenbar and and then, uh, um, oh, the girl, yeah, the lady, the lady, I, I can't remember. Oh, uh, I'm going to get killed for this because I love her. Um, but the name is slipping. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to find we'll, it. We'll find it. And uh, Donna Byers. Byers. Donna Byers. I, I really loved her, and. And that was a uh, that was a walk off home run over Vero Beach uh, by Kenzie Green. And uh, if if I ever went back, I've never listened to any of the games that I've ever done. But if I went and listened to anything, I would go and listen to that last inning because that was a that was a like the ninth or tenth inning. So uh, it was a it was a great ball game. But, Great times and very, very happy for Coach Rubenbar for Bartow High School. Really excited about what Neil Duncan does with this, what, with this place as well. And uh, we're, we're fortunate to be Bartow, and uh, we are the home of champions. And they need to, they need to build uh, a dome specifically for the cheerleaders next. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, both teams are on the field going through their uh, pregame warm-ups. Bartow uh, working out as, as well as uh, the Titans of Gulf, of Golden Gate, rather. I was watching the place kicker here. He just rimmed one off the uh, off the upright a minute ago. It had a, a doink. Yeah, so halfway up the upright. Yeah, he's he's got so he's got a pretty good leg from that 50 one, yards. That one was in there. Well, Golden Gate two and zero. The Yellow Jackets are two and zero. We understand the defenses are going to be the strong points of both of these squads tonight, so we look for a defensive struggle. We'll get more comments from Coach Tyler Eden a little later. Also, Bruce, he made a couple more college picks. That's going to be a staple now, I think. He, oh. he got two in a row right, so he, he's, he picked two more. So we'll get to that in a few moments. And speaking of picks, it's time for our picks. When we come back, it is Stratton Selections. And I'll give you a quick little hint. Somebody not in this booth won last week. Wow. You're listening to Yellow Jacket Football on WBF. Hello, Barto. This is Joe DeCessory with Citrus Air Conditioners, your hometown air conditioning company. If you're looking to replace your old unit, Citrus Air has many units in stock and offers financing. Call us at 534-1171 or look us up online at citrusairinc.com. 
Hi, I'm Benny Jr. at Bartow Ford. It's a crazy time to purchase a vehicle, and it's even more important to choose the right dealership. We can help you build the vehicle the way you want it. Arrive when it's supposed to at the agreed-upon price. No gimmicks, no games. At Bartow Ford, we're different, and we prove it. Your Bartow Beef O'Brady's in the Bartow Center South is your headquarters for good food and good sports. With something for everyone on the menu, your Bartow Beef's is perfect for the family, an office lunch, or to feed the team after a big win. Beef's, where game time meets family time. Welcome back to Bartow Memorial Stadium, getting ready for homecoming 2023 tonight. The Golden Gate Titans, that's a team out of Naples. They're up here to take on the Yellow Jackets for homecoming. Time now, as we do each week, to look at Stratton selections. And before we get started on the numbers, Bruce, a couple games from last night that played, apparently over at Legion Field, it was an extraordinary defensive battle. Lake Wales beat Sebring 7 to nothing last night. What? Yeah. And then another game last night, Wikiwachi uh, shut out uh, Tenorock 13 to nothing. <laughs> and, before, oh, wow. and before Coach Peavy calls, Coach Peavy, Mulberry is idle tonight. Mulberry is idle every week. It just so happens they dress and go out on a field every now and then. And, and, and Mike, um, Mr. Bruce's birthday is coming up here real quick. We already got him a present. We're going to go to give him a present. Last night, the JV season opened up. Yes, yes. Bartow yes. played at home last night, and they won 42 to nothing over George Jenkins. So there's a little present, Bruce. That's, a, that's an incredible victory. Um, when a JV team is actually playing a JV-JV team, uh, it's very good to see that, uh, that our boys came out on top. They very did. proud of Excellent. them. All righty, here we go. Mike, you won the week last week, 5-1. and one. Uh, That puts you in a tie now for the season with Bruce. Bruce, you were 4-2. and two. Uh, I was 4-2. and two. Andy? Andy, 3-3, three and three, buddy. Come on. Um, so uh, That ain't making no money in the betting windows. <laughs> here we go. Stratton selections. Let's start with the Avon Park Red Devils. They're up here in Eagle Lake to take on the Lake Region Thunder. Mike, winner of last week, what do you think? And I, I'm going out of the county. I guess I'm going down to Avon Park. Bruce? Who are they playing? Avon Park's playing Lake Region. Uh, Avon Park. Andy? Avon Park. Everybody's riding on Avon Park tonight. All right, up next, uh, George Jenkins. This will be the varsity team. They're headed to DeSoto County tonight to take on the Bulldogs. The Bulldogs are 0-2. Andy, how do you feel about that one? I'm going to have to go with Polk County team. Andy's picking the Eagles. Bruce? I think I – think, uh, uh, Arcadia DeSoto, I, I think they'll be one and two after tonight. I, I think that's just easy easy picking. I'm picking DeSoto County as well. Mike, what do you think? Yeah, I think I'm going to have to go with you guys on that one because, I mean, it's not, it's, it's kind of odd for DeSoto County to open up 0 and 2. Up next, the uh, Lyman Greyhounds. That's a team in Longwood, Florida. They're in Davenport tonight to take on the uh, Broncos. The Broncos are 0 and 1. The Greyhounds are 1 and 1. What do you think there, Mike? My goodness, this week's going to kill us, guys. I don't know. I'm, I've got I'm, some I'm, doozies. You ain't seen nothing. Oh, my goodness. I, I guess I'm going to go with – come on, I'm just going to pull this one out. Let's go Lyman. Yeah. I, I'm riding uh, the Greyhounds, too. Me, too. Yeah, I'm going I'm going that way, too. It's a unanimous decision. Everybody's on the Greyhounds tonight. All right, up next, Winter Haven, the Blue Devils. They were washed out last week. Uh, that game been rescheduled for October. Miss Sandy Stinger walking by. They are Winter Haven is on the road tonight down in Melbourne. 
Mike, you're familiar with, with, with Melbourne, the uh, Commodores, the Ugali Commodores. Yeah, that's I, that's going to be a tough game for Winter Haven. I'm going to go Ugali on that one. Yeah, Commodores for me as well. Yeah. What do you think, Andy? I'll go Commodores. And Bruce? I'm going Winter Haven. Bruce is sticking with Winter Haven. Okay. Up next, the Lehigh Lightning. The Lehigh Lightning. They're 0-2 on the year. They're in Lake Gibson tonight to <laughs> take on the Braves. The Braves are 2-0. and what do you oh, think? Well, I, it's Lake Gibson all the way. Lake Gibson all the way, yes. Where are these teams coming from? Lehigh Acres. You golly, Lehigh. Andy? Lake Gibson. Lake Gibson. Mike, Lake Gibson? Lake Gibson. Everybody's on Lake Gibson. All righty, up next, the team we saw last Saturday, the Kathleen Red Devils, 0-2. They're in Auburndale tonight to take on the Bloodhounds, who had their game last week also washed out or moved. So Auburndale's 1-0. Um, boy, Kathleen looked really struggling last week against they, they, they really did but i tell you what I, it was a week before whatever uh Armandale barely beat somebody Haines city Haines city and uh I, i'm i'm gonna i'm gonna go uh who are they playing kathleen auburndale's playing I'll kathleen. Go with auburndale Mike? Yeah, I'm with you guys on that one. I mean, Kathleen, He's like you said, Kathleen just did uh, not look fully staffed last week when Bartow played them. I don't know what's going on with that program. I don't know if there's something's turned over there or anything, but I'm going to go Auburndale on that one. Andy as well? Auburndale, yes. All right. 30 they, they might have had, what, 30 players dressed? Yeah, exactly. It was, it, was, it was terrible. Incredible. All righty, here we go. The Frostproof Bulldogs, they're on the road over on the East Coast to take on uh, Port St. Lucie, the Jaguars. Frostproof. Frostproof for Mike. Frostproof for Jeff. Frostproof. Frostproof. Everybody's on the Bulldogs there. Already up next, the Nice Panthers <laughs> are visiting Davenport to take on the Ridge Community Bolts. Ridge is 1-1. One one. Nice is 1-1. One one. I'm, I'm going Nice. What do you think, Andy? Nice. Mike? Ridge. Is that Jacksonville Nice? Yes. That's uh, Tebow? Yes. Yeah, uh, I'm, go- I'm going with the Panther. I mean, with the uh, the Bolts. By the way, I'll pick Ridge. And by the way, Barta will be at Ridge next Friday night. Next up, here you go. <laughs> I'm sorry to do this to you guys. This is the schedule. Uh, Spruce Creek Hawks taking on the Haines City Hornets. What? Spruce, Spruce Creek. Spruce Creek is uh, two and one. Haines City is one and one. Are these new schools just popping up somewhere? I, they must be. They're coming. I mean, they're coming up like hotcakes. It man. gets normal after this, but there you go. Spruce Creek. I'm going. I'm a Spruce Creek guy all the way. I mean, that's just too cool of a name. Not I, I've with. been cheering for them for years. Yes, <laughs> Spruce Creek. And Mike. Oh come on, guys! I'm going Haines City. Mike's going Haines City. Alrighty, finally, the Fort Meade Miners get a home game. They are at home tonight. Uh, Miners are one and zero. After the game was canceled last week. So now they're playing the 2-0 Lakeland Christian Vikings. Um, should be a pretty good ball game. What I'm, think? I'm with you on that one, Jeff. Other than this game that we're calling tonight right here between Bartow and, and Naples, I think that Fort Meade-Lakeland Christian game, that's always been a big game. The only thing that I see the difference in that game is Lakeland goes in 2-0, Fort Meade goes 1-0. So... You know, this is game two for Fort Meade, so how defined and how well have they rolled that program together? Either way, I think it's going to be a tight game. I think it's going to be a really close game. Uh, I don't want to do this. I, I, I'm going to go Fort Meade on this. I, that quarterback with them, I mean, he's a double threat, he's dual threat. He can run the ball. He can pass the ball. I'm going to pick Fort Meade. 
He's a beautiful athlete, yep. but but unfortunately, there's there's 22 players, and um, I I just like Lakeland Christian. I think they're going to do a lot this year. I'm going with the Vikings as well. Andy Lakeland Christian. All righty. The last game we want to pick tonight is a uh, um, Lakeland Dreadnoughts. They're at Bryan Stadium tonight, fellas. They're taking on the 12th ranked team in the nation. They're coming out of Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, St. Joseph's Prep Hawks. Um, number 12 in the nation. They're at Bryan Stadium. Okay. Are, well, Let me tell you a little story. All right, go Okay, ahead. I'll try to make it quick. They are actually the eighth oh, are they? team in the nation because they went up against the fourth team and the number four team in the nation and stomped the yard with them. I heard that today. And uh, so they will stomp the yard on the Lakeland Dreadnoughts. Philadelphia wins there for Mike. What do you think? I mean, for, for it's Bruce? A, it's a long way to come for a win, but I'm telling you, I, I'm, I'm with Bruce on that one. I think Philly's going to walk in here and show Lakeland how to play ball. I agree. What do you think, Andy? Uh, all the way. Philly's going to take it. There you go. have a running clock. Oh, oh, he didn't man. just go there Andy, with it, did he? Andy's going hardcore. Now there's been I'm running clocks. That. There's been running clocks at Bryan Stadium before, but usually it's Lakeland. Exactly. Oh my gosh, Andy. Man, I, I tell you what. They fixed to find out what it feels you, like. You might get some kind of special reward if that one comes. Oh my goodness. Andy, listen, that, we might just have to give him the season if that happens tonight uh, against Lakeland. Andy, did I mention we have to go to Lakeland later in the season to play the <laughs> That's okay. Okay. The Bartow High School Marching Band is making their way onto the uh, field. So stand good by, to see them. Stand by the national anthem coming up in just a moment. But if you didn't hear when we started uh, games from last night, Lake Wales defeated Sebring 7 nothing, and it was Wikiwachi over Tenorock 13 to nothing. And Yawners. Mulberry is, uh, Mulberry is uh, idle tonight. They have nobody. That's our Stratton selections for uh, this week. What about Jenkins? Uh, I got them. Uh, yeah, we we did them. They're playing DeSoto County. Oh, didn't pick them. No. They're getting beat. <clears throat> They're getting beat. Okay. I'm riding over there to Lakeland with Mike. That way I don't have to worry about my truck getting messed up. There you go. <laughs> A quick timeout when we come back. The national anthem from the Bartow High School Marching Band. You're listening to Yellow Jacket Football on WBF. Once again, Craig, a budget you pull a bar to on their inventory. But uh, most of our vehicles are around uh, uh, from the early 90s to the uh, the mid-2010s, you know, 2008, 9, 10, that area. The part you need when you need it. Budget you pull it, Highway 60 East, bar to. The Ewing Blackwelder and Deuce Insurance Agency has been serving Central Florida since 1984. They all work and live in your neighborhood and take pride in our history. Offices in Bartow, there when you need them, representing only the most reliable companies in the industry. For over 50 years, Keith Spray Service has been serving Polk County with specialized treatment of delicate ornamentals, including rose bushes. Want to learn more about the treatments of ornamentals as well as expert lawn care? Call Keith Spray Service. Barto Jr. ROTC uh, bringing the colors across the uh, field. Everybody's come to attention. Barto High School marching band now with the playing of our national anthem.
Barton High School marching band with the playing of our national anthem. Kickoff is momentarily away, but before we get to it, let's hear the words, the pregame comments from Barto Head football coach, Mr. Tyler Eden. Once again, happy to be joined by Yellow Jacket head coach uh, Tyler Eden. Coach, uh, 2-0, congratulations. Saturday afternoon game, hot and humid. Boy, that was that was miserable for the fellows out there. But a good performance by your team against the Kathleen Red Devils. And my goodness, you probably want to talk first about that defense. Yeah. Well, I can't say enough good things about them. You know, I mean, we have so much talent on the defensive side of the ball. Um, you know, I want to say seven or eight seniors, um, multiple division one kids on that defense i mean and, and they work hard and boy they they, they play well you know and coach whitaker's doing a heck of a job coach johnson coach chad kelly all those coaches i mean they're just doing so so great and um and just to be able to watch you know that unfold and be a, be able to it's fun to draw things up and plan and and it's it's, it's really reassuring i guess as a, as a head coach to know when you got a great defense like that one player we noticed last week is a standout on the defensive side hampton had a couple of uh, interceptions. He, he's all over the ball this past weekend. Oh, yeah, just shot it. You know, and, and here's one thing about him. You know, I challenged him this summer. He um, He's a great player. Um, but one one of the knocks I had on him was I just thought he could work harder in the weight room. And he certainly has. You know, he's de- dedicated himself a little bit more to the weight room. And, and, and I thought that uh, that his play has certainly just continued to get better and better and better. And and, um, and I was impressed with his, his efforts and uh, and all those guys. I mean, our secondary is great. And D-line, I mean, gosh, when you only have two seconds to get the ball off, it helps. But but then it's like, you know, who do you pick on, right? But, but Hampton's he's doing great, and he's starting to get some interest from Virginia Tech, which is awesome for him. And, uh, yeah, we just got to get our defensive guys not to block in the back. But we're working on that. We had some drills this week in practice, so hopefully we clean that up too. Tonight we face, well, first of all, tonight it's homecoming. A very good Naples team. Heads up to Bartow, the uh, Titans from Golden Gate. Well, Golden Gate's a really good team. You know, they've, they've been a down program the last couple of years. When we played them, I think last year they went four and six or five and five. Um, but a little similar to us, right? They got a lot of transfers in. Um, seems like every kid who was good at football wanted to transfer into Golden Gate in the, in the, in the Naples area. Um, and so they got a good team. They got a good defensive line. They're very athletic. It's the strength of their program right now. Um, they, they get after you, they do a lot of stunting, blitzing. Um, they've given a lot of people a lot of trouble with that. Um, Secondary-wise, they got real good skill athletes. Um, I think one of the things that we might have an advantage of over them that I, I've seen is they, they're a little bit thin, right? Like a lot of their guys are two-way guys, whereas ours aren't. And so I'm hoping that we can wear them down a little bit as the game goes. But it's, hey, it's going to be a dogfight. And I told the guys, it's going to be the best opponent we've played to this point. It's going to be the best game we've played to this point. We had to be at our best. So I, I think we've had a really good week of practice, really good focus. Um, and my team is a team that, you know, I, I keep them real focused, but at the same time, um, they have fun. And so I try to find the balance between the looseness and the tight and, and being locked in and laser focused. And I think we've had a good balance this week, so hopefully it shows up on Friday. Up in the radio booth, we and we like to see the uh, the hurry up offense. How critical is the hurry up or the tempo when you have the ball? It's great. I mean, so right now, statistically, we're averaging five yards every time we run the ball. And there's no doubt that, that a part of that is because of the hurry up. Um, so to date, I think we're at 480 rushes for 410 yards, which is right around five yards of carry. Um, and, and when we go hurry up, I think it increases to about seven yards of carry. So um, it's really important. One of the things that was really killer, uh, a big killer for us this last game, was, you know, and we worked on this, our offensive line, when we go hurry up, they don't get set. So they don't go down and put their hand on the dirt. They're supposed to keep their elbows on their knees. And I th- maybe it was just a weird week without practice. I think they must have just 
forgot. But that cost us uh, about three times in false starts. And so they were just drive killers. And so hopefully we can get that fixed up and everything. But but I'm going to tell you right now, as much as we've leaned on the running game, this week's all about the pass. We want to open up the passing game. So you're going to look to see, you know, um, Valentine throw the ball more, put the ball in the hands of, you know, obviously Kamarion Thomas is a heck of a player. And he's he's averaging nine yards a carry. Um, he's our third leading rusher. He's our leading receiver with just under 100 yards and a touchdown. And, but we want to get the ball in his hands, of course. We'd like to see Corey Butler start getting involved, make some plays, and a, and a big-time Janias Taylor, the transfer from Victory Christian, who's a speedster. We, we're going to try to get him the ball. And uh, Jason um, uh, Williams, who is obviously our Division One tight end. So we're looking to get the ball into more of their hands and, of course, still run the ball um, with, with uh, Turtle and with, with Trey and, and KJ, who's actually our leading rusher right now. Um, but we're going to still attack, but we want to, we want to start throwing the football. We love seeing that I formation with Bird, Stanley, and then you put you can put either Turtle, Glover, or or Himes in the backfield. And uh, I just I'm itching to know how bad does Bird want to get that ball into the end zone? Oh man, I keep giving him some some crap about it. I say you know <laughs> you keep just getting me two yards every time. I just I got to I got to dial it up on the two yard line clearly, not the three. Um, well, it was my fault. He would have had a touchdown if he would have ran it again. I decided to do a jump pass, which. I think to everybody's dismay, did not work. Um, you know, on film, they walked everybody up to the line, so we figured it would work, and, you know, just didn't. They made a good play, but he's going to get in that end zone. I have no doubt about it, um, but he's doing a great job. Mikey on Bruce, who comes in at right tackle, is doing an amazing job. To Corey on, uh, all those guys, we, we love that formation. I think it's going to, it could be good for us in this one again, um, and so I'm looking forward to um, just hopefully getting out there, opening things up a little bit, and hopefully just having a whole bunch of fun. You mentioned a good week of practice. How about on the uh, injury? How are we doing there? We're doing great. We've been very blessed, very fortunate that we've had no major injuries, really nothing, even unmajor, right? Like nothing has really happened. And we something that we, we, we do, I mean, I'll just be honest, we pray about that as a team, that we just be safe and healthy and injury-free because these boys have worked so hard. We want to make sure they get to play a whole season, and, and, uh, they, and we're excited. All right, Coach, last week you made the mistake of making a couple of college picks. You picked your Ohio State Buckeyes to defeat the Indiana Hoosiers. They did, maybe not by the point spread everybody thought, but they did. And you also made a surprise pick. You picked the Seminoles to beat LSU, and wow, what a Sunday night game that was. So we're going to make it a new feature. Every week you get to pick a couple of games from the college side, and we always have to pick Ohio State. So Ohio State this week plays Youngstown State. Mm-hmm. So I guess you're going to go Buckeyes. Buckeyes by forty. By forty. Oh, we're giving numbers now. Every now and then. Okay. And the other game we picked is the Texas Alabama game between two ranked opponents. I believe it is in Tuscaloosa. Yeah. So what do you think about that game? This is tough because my heart says I want to go with Texas. I want to pick Texas because you know it's Steve Sarkeesian and. And uh, I like him and his story. Well, and his, former Nick Saban. Yeah, he's going against his guy. And his comeback from being, you know, he struggled with alcoholism, all, all that stuff. He, he, there's a lot of great stuff at Texas and the tradition. And, but, man, it's Nick Saban at home, right? He it's doesn't tough. lose there. Uh, I got to go with Nick Saban. I think it's going to be a tight game until the fourth quarter, but I'm going Nick Saban at home. Alabama, roll tight. All right, Coach. Hey, good luck tonight, Homecoming 23. I know all the Jacket fans are going to pack this uh, stadium and just cheering the the Jackets on. Congratulations. Thank you so much to all the support, all the fans. Please continue to pack it out, continue to bring the support. It means the world to our boys and to our program. Thank you so much. Thank you, Coach. Kickoff is moments away. You're listening to Yellow Jacket Football on WBF. You have a chance to win a brand new GMC truck from Kelly Buick GMC and help support our local schools like the Polk County 4-H and FFA programs. 20bucktruck.com, 20bucktruck.com. Kelly Buick GMC. 
35 amazing years. Hey, that's us here at Spath Jewelers. We offer services such as beautiful custom work that's sure to wow, repairs, complimentary cleaning, appraisals, watch repairs, financing. What more do you need? We're here Monday through Friday, 10 to 7, and Saturdays from 10 to 5. Today's broadcast is presented in part by Pallet One, now seeking employees, offering competitive pay, great benefits, and a safety-first environment. Join Pallet One for a stable, long-term career as part of a fast-paced, dedicated team. Pallet One is an equal opportunity employer. Welcome back to Bartow Memorial Stadium. Tonight it is homecoming 2023. The Yellow Jackets taking on the Titans. Mike, we've had the coin flip at midfield and... Golden Gate won the toss and they're going to elect to receive. Golden wow. Gate wants the ball. Okay. okay. The Yellow Jackets will go on defense. Uh, Jackets will defend the west end zone. So the, uh, the Titans wearing the black pants tonight, the white jerseys. Bartow, all orange. Pants, jerseys, helmets, they're all orange tonight. Jeff, i got to say I'm very, very impressed with you uh, and your and your pregame. Uh, Mick Hubert couldn't have done it any better. I mean, you – and I'm, I mean that in all seriousness. You, you ask good questions, and he's got all the stats. He's, he's got all the kids. I mean, this, this cat is impressive. Uh, talking about uh, – Coach Eden, he is he is extremely impressive, and uh, but from now on, no Ohio State games. I mean, that's <laughs> yeah. I they play they it. play one game. They play Michigan, and that's it. And they'll lose to Michigan. So they it's I'm I'm thinking no Ohio State games. No, no more asking about Ohio State. Yeah, gotcha. but he's a coach, so you can do whatever you want. <laughs> but, um, he, but he did. But he did pick Alabama to beat Texas. Yeah, and I got I agree with him on that. I don't think and. Texas has got to prove they can win a football game and, and a big game, and and they've got a good quarterback. They've got all the tools, but uh, you have to prove that you can win. And Saban, that quarterback Saban has, he may be the best athlete I've ever seen Alabama have. That quarterback. Well, I'm missing the little young coach we had out here Saturday morning. He was running the show. Yeah. So I'm a little scared tonight. He's not here to keep everybody in line. I don't know. He. He's a pretty tough cat, and we we will certainly welcome him back when oh, we yeah. see him again. Bartow ready to kick off. Kaysen Mullis has it all teed up at the 40-yard line. Back deep to receive Javon Prey. He wears number one for the Titans. Friday night football, good weather under the lights. Here we go. Nice high, high kick taken at the 20-yard line by the up man. That's Martino, and he's going to be tripped up and brought down just outside the 28-yard line. Yeah, that was a beautiful play. And that's um, – we don't have a 19. Well, it used to be Clark. And last week he was nine. Well, maybe since they're in the all-orange because he's he is a defensive end. So so we're going to call 19. Yeah, that'll yeah, be Clark. We're going to say that's Roderick Clark because uh, number – Number nine, Ladarius Davis is wearing number nine again. So, because um, he was, just he was zero last week. All righty, first and ten for the Titans. They're going to send three receivers here to the near side, a single receiver on the far side. The quarterback for the Titans is Powell. Put one man in motion. That is Prey. Here's the snap up the middle. Goes the running back. He breaks a tackle the line of scrimmage. Gets to about the 34-yard line before a host of jackets bring him down. I tell you what, that was a beautiful hit by number 14, Jihad Brown, one of the safeties. And he just stopped him right in his tracks. They got a pretty good size offensive line, too. Gain about four on the play. Make it second and six here for the Titans. Just underway here at Barton Memorial Stadium. 
The coach is looking at our defensive formation, and then he's calling the play. From the pistol formation, here's the snap. And again, handoff up the middle. Goes the running back, and he has smacked Stanley. That, Stanley with a big hit. That was an incredible job. Uh, as uh, Big number 31, and Bird was there as well. Stanley yes. and Bird. Stanley, we've called his name all year long already. And, and of course, Quavion Bird uh, getting his name called early in the game. He, got he, just, back he read further. that play right away and just came in. And that's that's a beautiful linebacker position because when you the linebacker always reads run first, always. Sets up a third and six. No gain on that second down play. And we've got timeouts. Whistles will stop this play. And we're going to have a false start against uh, the Titans. But you read like you saw on that play when the ball was snapped, the guard was pulling. So immediately Stanley would be taking off towards the right instead of attacking the line of scrimmage. A five-yard penalty against the Titans will back them up, make it now third and 12. Now you bring the heat. Here's the snap on a third down. It's going to be a quarterback keeper, and there goes the quarterback. He's got a lot of running room. He's going to get a first down. Oh, and a late flag comes in. Yeah, I think we're going to see that one being called back, guys. We are informed that the stadium clock is not working, but it is working inside the press box here. And Mike hit the nail on the head, and... Um, that's a big break for Bartow because we wa- I watched both these quarterbacks work uh, in pregame. This little guy, he's a he's not that little, but he's little compared to the other quarterback. The other quarterback's very big, but uh, this cat can truly sc- scramble. Yeah, you saw that from the snap. He took off directly toward the line as soon as he got the ball. And that's where the defensive end is going to have to hold position. That's John Lee. He's uh, he's a senior, 5'10". Where's number three? He's in the quarterback position right now. Twin receivers left. Twin receivers to the right in the shotgun. John Lee, the quarterback. Here's the snap. He wants to drop back, looking to throw. Now he's under some pressure. Bird's got him, and Bird brings him down. Beautiful job. Bird got the penetration as he squeezed right through the A-gap, playing the nose man position, and he turned sideways. The quarterback went to break. He got a hand on him and then got a lot of help uh, from number 88, Martin, and some other jackets. Mike on Bruce was there as well. So that's going to drop him back even further on the sack by the Yellow Jackets. It's going to be fourth down and about 20. And they're going to have to call a timeout, I think. They're going to looking for the punter. Well, the punter was on the field, I believe. There's some definite some miscommunication here, and they are going to have to burn a timeout. Not yet, though. Well, it's already fourth and forever. I would take the penalty. All right, now they got a different punter. Lopez, Daniel Lopez Jr., back in punt formation from the 10-yard line. Here's the snap. He nice high kick, and it's going to be taken at the 46-yard line by the Yellow Jackets. Murray, we got there's some 
They got some stuff going on on the other side of the field. Yeah, I was watching that. Uh, and I, they Both of the officials reached in their pocket as Jihad Brown got tackled over on the far side of the field for, for no reason whatsoever. And the coaches are hollering at the officials wondering what happened. Yeah, I don't think they did. I thought they maybe the officials thought that, hey, he threw the flag. I'm just going to let it be or whatever. I don't know if it was miscommunication between them or not. But either way, Bartow has the ball. You know, inside the Titan territory already. If he's marching it downfield, Barker's going to have some serious good field for this. They're going to make him re-kick. They're going to make him re-kick. Oh, okay. So it must have been something before the snap. It had to be delay a game. I mean, they took forever and never never got called for a timeout. So the referee's going to put the ball down at the 22-yard line, and we're going to try this punt thing again. We'll keep our eye on Brown on the far side of the field as he's going to block the gunner on that side of the field. All righty, Lopez will try it again. Here's the snap. He gets it down, and another nice high kick drives all the way back to the 39-yard line. That's Murray. He's at the 40, tries to double back. Now 45, Murray up the middle, and he's going to be right about midfield. Murray could have been depleted, and he sidestepped him right as he caught the football. Probably should have done a fair catch there, Mike, but uh, not Murray. He's he's Mr. Excitement, and he gets about six yards out of what should have been nothing. Yeah, exactly, and that's something that Murray's always done. I mean, we've watched him over and over and over again, but then it's cost us a time or two. You know, sometimes he's mishandled that ball, but fortunately he was able to handle that one perfectly, make that little sidestep like you were talking about, and get around there and pick up those extra yards. Opening possession now for the Bartow Yellow Jackets. First and 10 at their own 49-yard line. Quarterback is K.J. Valentine. Wears number 15 in the shotgun. He wants to throw on his first possession across the middle. And a slant. Oh. Now that should and, be. And, Ooh. boy, our, our receiver, number four, Thomas, took a wallop from yeah, the linebacker. Yeah, and I want to I, – I start to say that's an illegal hit, but he hit him with his shoulder, guys. He, he did catch him in the head, but – I don't know. I, I don't think I'd throw that flag. Yeah, that was a very questionable call there. I mean, I'm standing right here on top of that one, and, I mean, he didn't lead with the head on that one. So, I mean, it was a nice shoulder. He just caught him just right. You yeah, know, perfect, one, of those, one of those blindside hits, you know. He did good to hold on to that ball. The toughest yard Thomas will ever gain, second and nine for the Yellow Jackets. And, again, Valentine wants to throw. He'll set up a little screen, and the pass is complete. That is Will Williams. Williams going to get about five or six on the play. Jason Williams. Yeah, great job. Uh, as uh, Coach Eden talked about in the pregame, uh, they're going to throw the football tonight. So uh, we're excited to see that. But um, maybe they'll throw to set up the run. It's going to be third and uh, third and about a long, well, we'll call it four yards. Third and four for the Yellow Jackets. They're at the Titan 45-yard line. No score in the ball game. Valentine got on some some loud sneakers tonight too. That's a that's a tape. Is it tape? Mm-hmm. Here's the snap, and they're going to give it to Thomas on a jet sweep, and Thomas is dropped in the backfield. Nice play by the Titans. Yeah, and that that's where Coach Eden talked about their defensive line was their best asset, and number fourteen, the defensive end, comes up and he he holds his ground and makes a tackle. So Bartow had to punt. They're going to lose three on that play, make it fourth and. Uh, Fourth and about seven, so Valentine will drop back in punt formation. I want to say hello to our buddy uh, Daniel Pate. He's over in Haines City, and uh, he's listening, saying go toe. And Josh Gwynn and his family with Reagan and William and Lindsay, they're all listening. Say hello to them. Alex Washington, uh, Garth uh, 
our buddy from 555, one of my favorite coaches. Say hello to all our friends. Mike's got some folks up in Alabama, too. Yes, uh, the Choctaws are out there playing tonight, so they're, they're listening. Here's the punt by Valentine. It's going to bounce at the 15-yard line and head toward the uh, 10-yard line where it will be down by the Yellow Jackets. It's a great punt. You know, Bruce, you were giving your shout-outs there a while ago. We talked about the family up in Alabama that I have that's been listening to radio. But also, if you can't get enough football on Friday night here at Bartow High School, Coach Garth, like you said, Coach Washington, 555, they're playing at home tomorrow, so they'll be down all 555 playing Little League ball tomorrow morning. So if you can't get enough tonight, go down there and see those guys play. That's the future of Bartow. Absolutely. Yeah, it really is. And and the uniforms that he's got for them this year, they are just incredible. And uh, just shows you how much that, that program has grown over the years and, and how Garth has taken it to another level because they really look sharp when they take the field. There is a timeout on the field for the mandatory water break. We will take it with them as well. No score in the ball game. Bartow versus Golden Gate. You're listening to Yellow Jacket Football on WBF. Hi, it's Erin with Evolve Contracting. While there's no shortage of landscape and irrigation companies, you deserve the option that's the best fit for you. At Evolve, we offer 3D imaging and an irrigation program that saves you water, time, and money. Visit us at evolveyourlawn.com. The Witten McLean Funeral Home of Bartow and the McLean Funeral Home of Fort Meade hold high the responsibility placed on them, offering you the personal attention and distinctive service you deserve. Witten and McLean, synonymous with service. In today's complicated financial world, it's nice to know that Steve Wright and Company is there, helping you utilize your resources more effectively as you work toward your financial goals from tax returns to retirement plans and all the stops in between. Rely on Steve Wright and Company on Avenue H in Winter Haven. First and 10 for the uh, Titans from their own 15-yard line. A little running play, a little off-tackle, but that didn't fool anybody, especially Quavion Bird, and they're going to hold him to no gain. It's going to be second and 10 now for the Titans. From the 10-yard line. From the 10-yard line. Thank you, Bruce. In the shotgun, Lee. Up the middle he goes, and he runs right into Ronald Clark, loses his helmet, and he's going to be tackled for about a four-yard gain. Yeah, he's got to go off the field now. And, and also a beautiful job by Ladarius Davis, too. Davis is, is looking outside, and, and he just dove back to the inside uh, to help out on that tackle. This defensive line, this whole defense has just been lights out so far this year. It's going to be third and six. Third and six here for the Titans. Two receivers on the near side of the field. Put one man in motion. Here's the snap. They're going to give it that way, and he is bottled up at the line of scrimmage. Oof. He's going nowhere, Bruce. Yeah, it, it's once again, it's Bird getting up off the, off the ground, but he had some help, and uh, they right now uh, Bartow has studied the film very, very well, and they are being very, very disciplined. That's going to sit on the uh, special teams unit for the Yellow Jackets. We see big number 42, Landon Pope, into the ballgame. He was Mr. Excitement at the end last week. And back to drop in punt formation. Going to be Breston, it looks like, the kicker. 4.26 to play in the first quarter. Yeah, he, he was on the field last time, and he ran off. I don't know why. Jacket should get excellent field position once again from this punt. Fourth and about four. Here's the snap. Soccer-style kicker sends it downfield. Oh, it's a nice kick. 
All the back to the 40-yard line goes the receiver. That's Williams. Williams across the 45, midfield into Titan territory. Still on his feet and finally slung down at the 45. Yeah, he had a chance to step out of bounds easily, and he cuts it back inside, a la Walter Payton. Uh, if anybody wants to go to YouTube, they've probably never heard of him, but the probably the greatest running back ever. And he cut it back inside and took a couple of defenders with him. First and 10 for the Yellow Jackets at the Titan 45-yard line. No score in the ballgame, 333 left here in the first quarter. He kicked him a little spiral, too. That thing was spinning. Yeah, he, he did that, uh, that, you know, that rugby-style kick. Maybe they brought him from Australia. K.J. Valentine in the shotgun. You've got two receivers on the far side of the field. Single receiver on the near side. That's Taylor to put Himes in motion. Wants to throw. They'll set up a screen in the middle. Jump pass is caught by Williams, but no gain on the play. Yeah, that they, they sniffed that play right out. I mean, the defensive line stopped on a dime right at the line of scrimmage. They did not try to get any penetration. Uh, I don't know if they... We haven't run a lot of screens, so it's not something they would see on film. But maybe they've just been getting the ball thrown on them so much they're recognizing it. Bruce, real quick, like, you know, we were talking about Coach Washington. He wanted to say they have a great staff out there. President Willie Rollins for the last four years and Angie Brandon with the cheer. So there's just some people that have been in that part of that program for years now. That's great. Awesome. They're going to lose one play officially or one yard officially, make it second and 11 now for the Yellow Jackets. Same formation. And again, K.J. Valentine wants to throw. He'll send it up looking for Taylor. Taylor's got it at the 20-yard line. He's in bounds, guys. He's He's in bounds, too. What a beautiful job. That was pretty. Yeah, he got that one. I mean, that was a beautiful pass. He throws it over his his right shoulder, so he's looking back to his right, and he's falling out of bounds, and he lifts his left leg and drags his right foot. Mike, you're standing right there. Exactly, and you couldn't have called that any better. That's exactly what he did. He lifted that one leg, drug the back leg, and it was a reception, and they called that right right immediately. (laughs) And the defense was there, so it was just an excellent throw-and-catch combination. First and ten, Bartow. Now they go... They're bringing everybody, it looks like. And they're going to hand off to Himes. Himes, number 25. He'll power forward to about the 21. He'll pick up a couple there. Yeah, they're going a little bit tempo. You got to keep them. You got to keep them honest here. You got to keep that defensive line honest. And if you can, if you can break, you know, one or two plays, now you got the linebackers, and they've got to commit. So that's when that's going to open up your pass game. And my my buddy John Calandras. Um, Walter Payton, he just sent a picture of Walter Payton. He's like, Walter who? <laughs> John, come on, Great John. job, Big John. <laughs> Big John Calandras. Second, so his son could. Second and nine here for the Yellow Jackets. Two receivers on the far side of the field. Valentine wants to throw. Nope, he's going to take off running. Up the middle he goes. He's got some daylight. He's across the 20. Oh, and he slips on a cut at the 16-yard line. It's going to be short, about two yards, three yards of a first down. John, John Son was playing baseball a few years ago. Gets hit in the face ooh, by ooh. a ball and just just drops the bat and jogs, jogs off to first base. I'm like, who gets hit in the face and doesn't do nothing? Good times. Good times. It's going to be third and three officially, the ball Mike, right about the 16-yard line? Yes, sir. Third down for the Jackets. Valentine in the pistol formation. Uh Uh-oh. 
Eden wants a timeout. He's Rip. not happy about something. Somebody was in the wrong spot. Yeah, he I'm, was he was trying to coach him here from the sideline, but they just weren't responding to what he wanted to see happen, and that's why he just was, you know, hysterically trying to get that timeout on the field. Yeah, and Valentine's the guy he's going to get into because Valentine, he, he's a leader out there, and he's got to recognize every position, and it's tough. It's tough on Valentine, but that's the pressure you, you get when you get that starting job as a quarterback. I want to tell you about the uh, the staff at Lawrence Plumbing. They extend best wishes to the Yellow Jackets on their 2023 football campaign. Lawrence Plumbing has been serving Poe County for over 50 years. They handle both residential and commercial jobs. Lawrence Plumbing, they do the dirty work. Your lovely wife is listening. Kimmy, she's listening and feeling better, and I'm so happy for you. I am so happy for you. Third down and three. Big play here for the Yellow Jackets. They are deep in Titan territory at the 16-yard line. Jackets, again, will put Valentine, the quarterback, in the pistol formation. Himes standing right behind him. Here we go. And they'll swing it out to Himes on the, into the flat. He leans forward. I don't know, Bruce. Nah, he's he's going to be he's, short. Yeah, he's he's going to be short, guys. But that was red all the way. They saw that one coming. And uh, there was just nowhere to go on that one. Look at that, Bruce. I see a big number 98 jogging onto the field. Oh, boy, here we go. But he's he he's only good for two yards. They're, they're three yards away. So well, they're, they're bringing in the beef. They're going to go power. Bruce is coming in as well. Mikey on Bruce is in there. Stanley's in there, big number 31. Oh, my goodness. They brought in three defensive linemen. That's a lot of, that's a lot of beef. And Himes will be the deep back in immediately. Timeout, Bartow. Wow. Look at that. That's a lot of. Whew. So, Guys, I got a quick score update for you early in the first quarter. Fort Meade 7, Lakeland Christian 0. Whoa. Interesting. Must be the cheerleaders, right, Bruce? Mike? Say again? Say it must be the cheerleaders, right? <laughs> Come on now. <laughs> I just know they got some awesome cheerleaders, just like our cheerleaders. Oh, yeah, absolutely they do. Lakeland is leading St. Joe's 7-3. Ooh. Winter Haven's losing 15 to nothing to uh, Ugali. And Lake Gibson is in front of Lehigh, 14 to nothing. And, Mike, your score for Fort Meade was? 7-0, Fort Meade. Miners over the Lakeland Christian Vikings. All righty. This drive's cost two timeouts. It's fourth down in about three. You have the I formation in the backfield. Bruce, you I mean, uh, <laughs> Bird, oh, and they jump. They went. Hard count. Did oh, it whoa, draw? whoa, whoa, whoa. Oh, you got to throw a flag there. They didn't. You know, they, they, for the last two weeks, they've ganged up on 55 here. I mean, we saw it last week several times. We ain't going to take that much. I, I was fixing to say, how much more is, the, is Coach Eden going to ask him to take before he just rears back and goes and get, go ahead and gets him a good one? Yeah, lets him cut loose and exactly. give, give somebody the business. Uh, and then they're going to wave it off. No flag. They're going to call Titan fumble recovery. Titan stopped him on fourth down. What? Oh, my goodness. They're waving off. The flag. Wow. So you okay. jump off sides and you get the ball back. So first and ten for the Titans at their own 16-yard line. 
16 seconds left here in the opening quarter. There's no score in the ballgame. It is homecoming 2023 here for the Bartow Yellow Jackets. Playing the Golden Gate Titans, the team down from Naples. Is that, Mike, about a three-hour drive? That's a long one, I can tell you that, <laughs> especially when you're wet trying to get out of there. We, we did it last year. All right, here we go. First down, the last play of the first quarter. Here's the snap, and they get the ball to Lee. Lee tries to turn the corner. He tries to stretch it out, and he's not going to get any gain. He's stopped the line of scrimmage. Jackets just strung that play out and stopped it for no gain. Maybe a half a yard. Bruce, I was told to tell you, don't forget about Barry Sanders. You were talking about Peyton earlier. He said, don't forget about Barry. Well, I mean, there are a lot of great running backs. Emmett Smith, uh, go all the way back to Jim Brown. I mean, there's a bunch, but, um, uh, man. Larry Zonka. Yeah. Mercury Morris. You could name them for days, I mean, when you go back a long ways. Timeout on the field. That's the end of the first quarter. No score in the ball game between Bartow and Golden Gate. You're listening to Yellow Jacket Football on WBF. What was his nickname? Sweet Hi, I'm Benny Jr. with Bartow Ford. Buying a pre-owned vehicle could be quite the hectic experience. For 75 years, we've been selling pre-owned vehicles at a great price. And it's just another reason why at Bartow Ford we're different and we prove it. Hello, Bartow. This is Joe DeCessory with Citrus Air Conditioners, your hometown air conditioning company. If you're looking to replace your old unit, Citrus Air has many units in stock and offers financing. Call us at 534-1171 or look us up online at citrusairinc.com. If you're looking for good food and good family time, look no farther than Beef O'Brady's in the Bartow Center South. Your Bartow Beefs is perfect for lunch or dinner for the whole family or whole team. Your Bartow Beefs, where game time meets family time. Welcome back to Bartow Memorial Stadium, getting ready for the second quarter. No score in the ball game. And the Titans with the ball, facing a second and 10 from their own 16-yard line. Here's the quarterback on a keeper, and boy, he runs into a wall of yellow, and now there's a flag on the play. A wall of orange, sorry. Uh, I hope they don't try to get him on a face mask. Bird is holding his hands out like, what did I do? Chop block. You can't do an illegal block on defense. A hit below the knees, is that maybe the signal? But that's no different than a goal line stand. You just go lower than the lowest person. Exactly. Definitely, it wasn't definitely like has the uh, Bartow coaching staff asking questions as well. You can't do a chop block on defense. So that's a 15-yard penalty against Bartow. Yeah. Moves the ball all the way out to the 31-yard line. First down, Titans. Lee, the quarterback, he'll hand it off. This time oh. caught in the backfield. Stanley with a big hit again. Well, my goodness, that's that's one way to get it done. Stanley's just blowing that left side I mean, of the line he, up. He is a monster yes. right now. Yes, he's I mean he's almost unstoppable. You look every play just about it, he's blowing that left side up. He laid him up. Stanley wears number 31 playing the uh, linebacker position. He'll lose a yard on the play. Second and eleven now for the Titans. Quarterback looks over to the sideline for the play. Two receivers to the left. Like two receivers on the right. No score here in the second quarter. Here's the snap. Handoff. Up the middle they go, and they run into everybody. 
four, five, six Yellow Jackets there to bring him down. Martin leading the charge. Yeah, Murray in on the play. Murray got him a little bit coming up from the safety spot. And that, they're just daring them to throw the ball. I mean, they've got Murray walked up to the line of scrimmage with one safety deep. Now they bring, they bring in somebody, number two, uh, Jace Thomas. Boy, we haven't called his name. And he's going to line up as a, as a, on a defensive lineman? Yeah, and we called his name a lot last year. It's going to be third down and about 13. He doesn't even know where to go. <laughs> he's asking everybody, where should I be? But he will go to where the football is, I'll tell you that. All righty, third and 13 for the Titans. Everybody in tight. Again, the Titan offense looks to the line of scrimmage for the play call. Now you got to watch for a tight end breaking off up the seam here. Quarterback has him in the pistol got formation. got a blitz coming. Here's the snap, and it's a running play up the middle, trying to find some room, and he's going nowhere. Mm-mm. Yeah, another host of jackets on the on the stop. Yeah, that was uh, first wrap up by number nine there, I believe. Yeah, and looked like number uh, fifty-two uh, Bruce was the first one to get get there. So that's going to set up another punting situation here for the Titans. Good the defensive mid- battle so far, guys. Back deep for the Yellow Jackets is uh, Williams and Murray. And, again, they're standing right about their own 45-yard line, so anticipating good field position. Yeah, they're backing up a little bit now, though. This cat can kick. We saw him kicking 50-yarders in pregame. That's the kicker, Breston. He's got it. The little rugby-style kick to the side. And Williams will take it down at the 31-yard line. Up the middle he goes and brought down at the 43. That was a good job. Murray's Murray's mad at him. Murray wanted him to, to follow him. But Williams goes right up the middle. He gets about eight, nine yards. And in this type of football game, guys, if you can get eight or nine yards, you take those eight or nine yards because field position is everything right here. Yellow Jackets will have it first and 10 at their own 41-yard line. You know, since 1966, the Bartow Community Service Center has been empowering people and inspiring change. Support their mission to help Bartow families get out of crisis by shopping in their thrift store. It's on East Summerlin in downtown Bartow. The Bartow Community Service Center thrift store help us be epic. And we want to say uh, hello to H2 Athletics, Asami. Uh, they do all the editing and stuff of all the the beautiful plays that Bartow does. All of our drone footage? Yes. Here's the snap on a first down. It's going to be a pitch, and they get it to Taylor on the outside, trying to get Taylor in open space, and he's going to be brought down high tackle. Yeah, he's, he, there's a uh, flag on the play. Oh, I, uh, we talk about that 20-buck truck. I yeah. went out and got me some tickets. Oh, did you? Yeah. Man, I forgot all about it. When's yeah. that? When's yeah. it? October, October. 12th. Oh, so still got yeah, they've already sent me email. Time's almost up. Buy some more tickets. <laughs> <laughs> did you go online to do yeah, it? it's real easy. I forgot about it. Illegal shift is called against the Yellow Jackets. They will decline that. It'll set up a second down and about 14 here for the Yellow Jackets. 8.33, there's no score here in the ballgame. We're in the second quarter. Jackets will send two receivers on the far side of the field. Single receiver to the near side. Looks like Butler. 
Check that. It'll be Taylor. He's in motion now. They're going to fake the pitch to him. And, oh, caught in the backfield is our quarterback, Valentine. This, this he's defense, dropped for a loss. This defense is so disciplined, guys. They were reading that the whole way. Yeah. And that was the weak side linebacker, and he's just standing his ground, and, and that's a paradise for him. Who's a couple more? Make it second and 15 now for Bartow. We do got the drone up there tonight. We got two of them up there tonight, guys. Two of them? Yeah, they're both in the east end zone. You see the one flying about, you know, center of the field. Green. That's a big one there. there. Yeah, there's one on the other side, too. Corner. Timeout is called here by the Titans. But the second one's not up right now. So we'll take a timeout as well. There is no score in the ball game. We're 8.33 left here in the first half. You're listening to Yellow Jacket Football on WBF. Hey, it's Craig and Budgie Pulitt here, and we are proud to be sponsored of Yellow Jacket Broadcasting here at WBF. If you're looking for any kind of good use parts, give us a call here at 863-533-0568. That is 863-533-0568. When looking for insurance coverage, consider the Ewing Black Welder Induce Agency with offices in downtown Bartow. Ewing Black Welder Induce Insurance with a wide range of insurance products to meet your every need. Becky Maslack, your local office manager. You've heard the expression, try it before you buy it, right? Well, at Keith's Spray Service, they won't ask you to sign a long-term contract because they're confident that you'll want them to keep coming back to care for your delicate ornamentals and lawn treatment. Keith's Spray Service, for over 50 years. Welcome back to Bartow Memorial Stadium. No score in the ballgame here. It's homecoming 2023, the Yellow Jackets and the Titans. Bartow facing a third and 15 from their own 38-yard line. Empty backfield. Here's the snap. Slant. Corey Butler's got it. And Corey is struggling for yardage. He's going to get to the 45. He's going to be well short of a first down. I hope he's okay there. Yep, he did. Uh, I'm worried when they spin him 360 like that. They spun him to the ground at 360, and you you worry a a cleat will plant in the ground. Yeah, you worry about a twisted knee, an ankle, all kind of stuff when you see them twist like that. So Bartow will drop back in punt formation. Valentine, the quarterback, handles the punting duties. Mike, we haven't mentioned it, but any breeze out there tonight on the field? There is a little bit of a breeze. I don't know if you guys can see the flags on yes. the visitor side. Yeah. I mean, it's not as hard as what those flags are indicating, but there is a nice breeze down here. We got a little breeze blowing in uh into the press box as well. Very refreshing. It's, it's cool in here tonight. It's even with some. All righty. Valentine. Oh, whistles will stop this play. Delay a game, guys. Barto five yard penalty. It'll move into the 40 yard line. Yeah, I mean, that, that doesn't mean a whole lot, but still, uh, we're in the third game. And you shouldn't have that on uh, special teams at this point. Back deep to receive the punt for the Titans is uh, number one, Prey. Javon Prey. Here's the snap. Oh, it's a fake. It's a fake. Bartow's got it. And he's got some running room. He's got a first down. There goes Williams. He's at the 25 and out of bounds inside Titan territory on the 15-yard line. Jadon Williams. That was a a beautiful call. And it happened i mean he fooled me i never thought they'd do it on that fourth and long i guess you don't expect a fake and um 
Yeah, when, when he cut it, I mean, there was no intent. That wasn't even – there was no intent whatsoever upon that ball. They knew exactly where they were going. So as soon as that ball was snapped, you see him tuck down behind that line and cut that right-hand side, and he was gone as soon as he turned it upfield. 49-yard run on fourth down, fourth and forever, and the Yellow Jackets – fooled everybody, including the booth, the booth yeah. up here, and uh, they got a first down. They're all the way down to the 10-yard line. Timeout for the mandatory water break. Uh, no score in the ball game, but the Jackets are threatening. More Yellow Jacket football right here on WBF. Hello, it's Sheriff Grady Judd. I'm here to talk about the 20-buck truck. This is the seventh year that the Kelly Automotive Group has donated a truck. Proceeds from this event are given back to the kids. Be sure to go to 20bucktruck.com and get your ticket today. Are you crazy for customer service? So are we. Here at Spatulers, we realize that our complete customer satisfaction is essential to our success. With our friendly and knowledgeable staff, you'll feel right at home as soon as you walk through the door. This is more than just a job. It's our love and passion. Come see us. Emily at Spatulers. Pallet One of Bartow is looking for new career-minded employees. Pallet One offers competitive wages and benefits including health, dental, vision, paid vacation, and a matching 401k plan. Join the Pallet One team today. Pallet One is an equal opportunity employer. First and ten for the Yellow Jackets. A handoff to Himes. Himes hits the line of scrimmage, and he is brought down abruptly by big number 55. That's a Gene for the Titans. Again, Bruce, that offensive line, or the defensive line for the Titans is pretty stout. They are. The whole defense is pretty stout. We haven't been able to throw the football. We had the one good pass and catch, but uh, they've got to come up with something. Second uh, down and 11. They just did that fake punt. Well, yeah. I guess we could line up the punt every time. Mm. Himes in the pistol formation standing right next to the quarterback, Valentine. Valentine wants to throw. He's got his receiver. It's complete inside the five-yard line, and he struggles. He dives into the end zone. Touchdown, Bartow. Beautiful job. That was pretty. Yeah, what a, what a great second effort effort there because he was tackled before he got to that in to the, we got to the goal line. Who was that, Mike? That's Thomas, number four. Yes. Number four. And uh, the, the second effort for him kept those legs driving and pushing toward that goal line is what got him in there. An 11-yard touchdown pass. Bartow gets the early lead from Valentine to Thomas with 5.03 to play in the second. On to attempt the extra point is Mullis, Kaysen Mullis, our sophomore kicker that from the hold of Valentine. through, too. Puts it down. The kick is up, and it sails. Oh, off the upright and in. It is good. The PAT is good. Bartow leads 7 to nothing over Golden Gate. You're listening to Yellow Jacket Football on WBF. Hi, it's Erin with Evolve Contracting. While there's no shortage of landscape and irrigation companies, you deserve the option that's the best fit for you. At Evolve, we offer 3D imaging and an irrigation program that saves you water, time, and money. Call us at 863-537-7537. Today's broadcast is sponsored in part by the Witten McLean Funeral Home of Bartow since 1925 and the McLean Funeral Home of Fort Meade. They're family-owned and are committed to providing personal service with the concept of our family serving yours. Hello, Bartow. This is Joe DeCessory with Citrus Air Conditioners, your hometown air conditioning company. If you're looking to replace your old unit, Citrus Air has many units in stock and offers financing. Call us at 534-1171 or look us up online at citrusairinc.com. Yeah, 
Yeah, right. Welcome back to Bartow Memorial Stadium. The Yellow Jackets have just got on the board first, 7-0 from an 11-yard touchdown pass from Valentine to Thomas. Looks like he's going to pooch this ball, guys. Mullis has it teed up at the 40-yard line. See what the Jackets do here. 5-0-1 to play in the first half. And, yep, he sends it up very high. Fair catch called for at the 32-yard line and executed. And that's where the Titans will start. And their quarterback was back in the end, uh, back to receive the kickoff. At the end of the first quarter, George Jenkins, six, DeSoto County, nothing. What? Man. I bet Mike picked DeSoto, didn't he? Or Jenkins, didn't he? I picked DeSoto. Good for you. I'm proud of you. Peer pressure got me, Bruce. Peer pressure. <laughs> First. Yeah, we got to say thanks to Mike for the food tonight, too. He brought the great sandwiches. First and, and ten. And cookies. Oh, whistles will stop this play. There's, there's a few left. First and ten for the uh, Titans, but we'll see what the flag is. So, no flag? Yeah, they called it, and then just I think they just had a discussion about it. And then Somebody needs to move the ball there. one way or another, right? You would think. Oh. Huh. Yeah, had to line it up. Okay, we they, we moved it about a foot, so we just had to, maybe it was a spot wasn't spotted correctly. Okay, first and ten. Here's the snap, handoff up the middle goes the running back. He runs right into the jackets. Big Martin, big number eighty-eight, Jeremiah Martin, with his hands around him. Yeah, I think he's going to get maybe just a couple of yards yeah. out of that one before he runs into that wall of orange. Second and eight. Yeah, they they have yet to break through the second level. The only time they've broken to the second level is when the quarterback uh, carried the ball, and that was called back on the holding. Second and eight for the Titans. The ball at their own 35-yard line. They walk the safety up. Here's the snap. They want to throw. They'll throw a little jump, Paul, in the little fade route, and there's a flag on Bartow. And there's another flag coming in. That looked like looked like a little pi there, Bruce. Yeah, and I, I you know, I'm not happy about it. Uh, Hampton, Hampton got him, but Hampton was beat. And uh, sometimes you just gotta, you just gotta grab. Because if he doesn't grab, that's six points. They're actually gonna call it a holding call. Or did he actually catch the ball? No, he did not. It's it's there's well, it's a spot file. Yeah. Oh no, they're coming back. It's ten yards from the previous line of scrimmage, so forty five. Okay. I, yeah, everybody was thinking of pro football. <laughs> it's where a spot the file. Interference or whatever happens, that's where you go, but it, So give up give up ten yards instead of a touchdown. That's better. First and ten for the Titans at their own forty five yard line. From the shotgun again. Here's the handoff. Up the middle goes the running back. This time he gets into the secondary. He's got 10 yards and more. Streaking down the sideline goes the runner. And that is Johnsy. He's all the way down to inside the 10, down the 15-yard line, 15 yeah. to 10. Wow. Yeah. yeah, we just talked about that. If they break that second level, all they got to beat is one safety. And um, Bartow's playing that tight to the line of scrimmage. So if you don't make that tackle, which we've been doing all night long, now you're stuck and, and Williams uh, has to run him down. Uh, along with uh, Jihad Brown. 
They're going to put the ball down right about the 12-yard line. So Titans first and 10 at the Bartow 12. Quarterback Lee in the shotgun takes the snap. Quarterback keeper up in the middle. You go. He runs into everybody. Yeah. And, and that's a great job. But, but Bartow's got seven men on the line of scrimmage, guys. Seven. Seven out of 11. Guys, I don't know if you can see it from up there, but this band must be going to put on a pretty good show tonight because I see all the stuff that the band director, Mr. Ekman, has been working on the last couple of weeks is brought out here to the track. He's going he's gonna to put it all out there. Now, he told us last week that he was only going to play one song and be done, and, and um, so maybe they'll have a couple of songs for us this week. We're very excited. Got a flag Just, against Naples here. That's a procedure call, false start against Naples. That'll yeah. back them up five. The receiver moved on the far side. So that's going to make it second and 15. And, Mike, they can get a first down without a touchdown. Yes, like, Absolutely. Just about the four-yard line, it looks like. 3.06 left here in the first half. Bartow in front, 7 to nothing. Quarterback Lee to the line of scrimmage. Here's the snap. They'll give it to the running back, and he tries to turn the corner. And, again, Bruce, that defensive line is there to bring him down for a little gain. Yeah, and, and I mean, there's there's several people trailing him, and when, when he has to slow up, they attack him from the front and behind. It's going to and be third that, that and was Bruce, uh, well, the first one to meet him at the line of scrimmage. Third and 13. Two and a half minutes to play in the half. And another false start against the Titans. Yes, on this side this time, they, he just took off like he just didn't hear the count. I don't know what was going on there, but he was the only one that took off. So that'll back he's him coming up off the field now, too. <laughs> Martin checks out for the Jacket defense. Thomas checks back in. Third and about 20 now for the Titans. They started this drive at the Yellow Jacket 12-yard line. They've been backing up ever since. Quarterback rolls out. He oh, wants to oh, that's throw. A block in the back. He wants to throw. He's under some pressure. Now he's going to turn the corner. Oh, and he gets right at the 15-yard line brought down. Well, that should have been a flag. That was a blindside block, as Mike called it, right as it was happening. Yeah. Yeah, he had that one back at the 20-yard line. He had that one blowed up and then just got hit from behind, and there was two officials standing there and just totally missed that call. So it's fourth down. They're going to bring the kicker out, Mike. Wait, we, we was watching him warm up, and he was kicking about 50-yard field goals. Yeah. He had just one dinger off the post a little bit, but he was kicking pretty consistently from the 40-yard line, making it a 50-yard field goal. Breston puts the, the tee down right about the 23-yard line. Yeah. So a 33-yard kick into a little bit of a breeze. See what the Jacket defense are all lined up. 33-yard field goal attempt for the Titans. Here's the snap. The down, it's up, and it is good. good. Would have been good from 43, Bruce. Yeah, that, this guy's a kicker. We watched him in pregame, and, and he was very good. 150 to play here in the first half and the titans get on the board it's now seven to three in favor of the yellow jackets you're listening to yellow jacket football on wbf 
Hello, Barto. This is Joe DeCessory with Citrus Air Conditioners, your hometown air conditioning company. If you're looking to replace your old unit, Citrus Air has many units in stock and offers financing. Call us at 534-1171 or look us up online at citrusairinc.com. Hi, I'm Benny Jr. with Bartow Ford. And while Bartow Ford is in a small town, we are positioned perfectly for our customers from surrounding counties to make that drive. And we make that drive worth it. On your next purchase, don't go the wrong way. Bartow Ford, we're different and we prove it. Your Bartow Beef O'Brady's in the Bartow Center South is your headquarters for good food and good sports. With something for everyone on the menu, your Bartow Beefs is perfect for the family, an office lunch, or to feed the team after a big win. Beefs, where game time meets family time. Well, if somebody can fly mine, I bet y'all bring fly mine. Welcome back to Bartow Memorial Stadium, along with Mike Ayers, Bruce, and Andy Edmond. I'm Jeff Thornburg. Thank you so much for joining us here for Homecoming 2023. Jackets in front, 7-3. to three. And the Titans ready to kick off. Back deep to receive. you got Williams and Murray back there. And Breston will probably send this into the end zone. It's gone. Out of bounds. Or into the out locker of bounds. room. Out of bounds. Are they going to call it out of bounds? Yes, sir. There's a flag laying over here at the 23, 24-yard line. Yeah. So that kick did sail out of bounds get the ball on what the 35 he got it close i mean it it didn't go out by by much he was trying to hit that corner of that end zone there but he he just missed it so a kick out of bounds and the wind i think's blowing a little bit this way too yeah it is look at the flags over on the visiting side yeah it should get it on the 35 so they need to uh first and 10 for the yellow jackets at the 35 yard line Defense is just now figuring it out. They were set up at the at the twenty five. Hey, Coach our Tyler. buddy Coach PV uh, yeah. wants to know the Fort Meade score. Last score we have was seven nothing, uh, Fort Meade, Coach. Fort Meade playing Lakeland Christian tonight down in Fort Meade. Their first home game of the season for the Miners. We knew that was going to be a good football game, too. They've had to do some traveling. First and 10 here for the Yellow Jackets. Three receivers on the far side of the field. Here's the snap. Valentine wants to throw a little fade route. Looking for Taylor again, and this time it's incomplete. He's going to be just out of bounds. Yeah, that was a pretty good defense right there. The corner was with him the whole way. He tried to push off just a hair to get some separation, but that actually took him out of bounds. So it'll be a second and 10 for the Yellow Jackets. The clock stops, 1.23 to play here in the first half. Coming up at halftime, we have the SEC football report. Get you ready for all the college football tomorrow. Well, one thing they're showing, guys, they're showing they're in man coverage. They do have two deep safety. Second and 10. Here's the snap to Valentine. Valentine, he tucks and runs. Valentine with some blockers in front of him, and he'll get about seven yards on the quarterback keeper. That was not a design run, guys. He was he was looking to throw the slant, and the and the safety Uh-oh. steps up, and the safety reads it, but that, that allowed Valentine just to take off. And he got hit a little awkwardly. He's kind of walking to yeah. the uh, gingerly to the side here. Guys, a quick message from down on the field from the officials. They'd like to know if you could speak to the clock operator next door and have them put the three points on the board for Naples, please, sir. All right, we'll uh, tell no. them. No, we oh. won't. <laughs> well, I mean, it's the officials were nice enough to let me join them at midfield. So Would they be nice I, enough I, I t- to throw the flag on a blindside <laughs> block? 
Please, you ask for the world, Bruce. Third and about four. Okay, we'll do it. Quarterback Amari Turner now in here for the Yellow Jackets. Timeout on the field. That's the scoreboard's not working, Mike. You can tell them that. Okay. They, they know up here, but the scoreboard's not working, so. Thank you. Mike, they say the scoreboard's not working. Thank you, guys. Mike will relay that information to the referee and the timeout on the field. Hey, guys, uh, tomorrow Xfinity Series is in Kansas. Cup Series also in Kansas. So a big racing weekend again. Um, exciting race in Darlington. Yeah, this is a cutoff race. This is the last race for uh, X- Xfinity. Yes, and then you're right. And uh, so the, then they'll go to the playoffs. Uh, of course, the, uh, the Cup the cup cars already started, and, and uh, Kyle Larson got the, the victory at Darlington, uh, which was a pretty good race. Uh, Darlington can be a yawner, but that was a pretty good race last year. And once week. they got the lights fixed, it was good. Yeah. <laughs> that was, that was, uh, those Musco lights are incredible. Yeah. So I hope you can join us this weekend, uh, 2.30 on Saturday, 2 o'clock on Sunday, for all the NASCAR Cup Series and Xfinity Series racing from Kansas. Motor Speedway. Third and about four here for the Yellow Jackets. Here's the snap. Oh, and down the road. It's got Taylor, and it's going to be intercepted. The ball was a little underthrown, and the Titans will intercept it at the 28-yard line. Yeah, and that wasn't Valentine. No. And, and that, you know, we can't put any fault on um, Walker. Walker comes in at quarterback. He throws the ball. Uh, don't know how much time he gets with the first team. This is no different than college and pros, guys. Uh, if you're a first teamer, you're a first teamer. If you're a second team, you're running the scout team. You're running, you're running um, Naples' offense. And he comes in with no warm-up, throws the ball uh, 30, 35 yards downfield, and it's almost perfect. He missed him by a yard, and uh, unfortunately – uh, they got the pick. 55 seconds left here in the first half, and the Titans will take over first and 10 from their own 27-yard line. They fake the handoff. They want to throw it. They do. The pass is complete, but caught in the backfield. Initially breaks away, but the Jackets are there to swarm him. They're going to lose uh, about a half a yard. It looks yeah, like. Williams had him and spun him. He does a 360 and stays on his feet. Uh, great job by the uh, offensive guy, and he's hurt. Now. He's hurt, guys. He's grabbing the back of his leg. Yeah, and the, and that might have happened what we talked about a little bit ago, Mike. When he did the 360 on the spin, he could have hurt himself, and we hope not. Yeah, exactly. You hate to see a player go down and start grabbing their legs immediately like that. I mean, it's one thing when they do it with a cramp. I mean, you can almost see the difference. And uh, the way he went down and started grabbing his leg, that just does not look like a cramp. You see him over there just yeah, he's, in he's, pain. And and it also normally happens in the second half after you've cooled off, the lactic acid builds up in your system, and then you come back out. That's when you get the cramps. And we certainly hope he's not hurt bad. The training staff attending to uh, the Naples player, the Golden Gate player, down on the field right now. And, and Bruce, we notice here on the sideline, uh, quarterback Blaine Walker throwing some passes here, working on his uh, – Blaine's a tall individual. Oh, he, and, and we've, we've seen him play a little bit. And he can, he can throw the ball, and he just showed it. 
but he's got to have his timing down a little bit. Second and 12, up the middle, goes the quarterback. He puts his foot in the ground at the 50-yard line. He's got a lot of daylight. He's hitting up field across the 40, inside the 40 to about the 36-yard line. That's why that guy uh, is back for to return kickoffs. Quickly to the line of scrimmage come the Titans. 22 seconds. They're waiting on the chains to get set on the far side of the field. <laughs> and, of course, our chain gang is going to take their time. Good job, guys. And they will spike it. The quarterback, Lee, will just throw the ball on the ground and spike it, stop the clock, we think, with 23 seconds left. They're making this exciting. Second down. But that's it, we've, we've mentioned that already. 22 seconds is right. And they break that first line of defense, which has been the quarterback. Yep. Um, and they're off to the races. All right, guys, another quick score update. Doing the crickets on me. Fort Meade, 13, Lakeland Christian, 0. Wow. Wow. That's – that's uh, – Mike's got the inside scoop on Fort Meade. Yeah. Third and 10. Oh, excuse me, second and 10. Here's the snap. Quarterback keeper again. Up the middle he goes. He's got a lot of daylight. And big number three gets inside the 15-yard wow. line. They got to call a timeout. Timeout taken by the Titans. This quarterback is a senior, Mike. He's only he's 5'10", 170 pounds, and he can scoot. And he's got some wheels on him. You see, I mean, and not only just that, when he makes some moves, he's got some shifty little moves to making those defenders miss. Well, he's got a long stride, too, when he's out there. He running. really does, Andy. That's a good call. And the the other the other thing is is – you know, Barto has, has cheated up so much on the run, and I can't, I hate to keep harping on it, but they've got to keep those linebackers off the football. Granted, they've been making great tackles all night long, but if you don't account for number three, we're in trouble. The Titans with a first down. 16 seconds left here in the first half. And this is probably the deepest that the Titans have been in Bartow territory. They're down at the 15-yard line of the Yellow Jackets. They break the huddle to the line of scrimmage. Their little quarterback, number three. Well, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. I'm running this cat until they, they stop him. Two receivers here to the near side. Big running back. Forrest in the backfield. They want to throw a little fade route in the corner of the end zone. That's going to be intercepted. Bartow's got it in the end zone. And that is Murray with the interception. That's shooting yourself in the foot. Oh, my goodness. Yes. Mike, how do you do that? You got what we've seen as one of the best kickers around, and you throw that ball up for grabs. Yeah, I just don't understand. On a first and 10, in, you know, right at the 20-yard line, you throw it up in the corner of the end zone, hoping your receiver's got the height and the ability to go up and over Bartow to pick that up, to catch that. But he threw it into double coverage. I mean, that's a, that's a tough one. That's a lot, of, a lot of faith in your receiver. 12 seconds left here in the first half. Bartow in front, 7-3. to three. And, and we talk about it week in and week out. In a game like this, those points are critical. That's another three points. You go into halftime, seven to six. Bartow's up by one. Bartow gets the football to start the second half. And Walker will just take the snap and take a knee. Excuse me, that's going to be Valentine back in the ball game. So he took the knee, and that will let the clock expire. 
Hopefully. Well, they're still showing about 12 seconds on the board, but not exactly. I guess there is one timeout left somebody called. Well, had the chain crews walking off. There is one more play, I think. Nope, that's the halftime. He he just did that to re, that resets a play clock. Well, the 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 clock situation here at Bartram Memorial Stadium is not uh, ideal. Yeah, and that's very unusual. Yeah, but. Um, and Bartow is holding the team out there. Uh, Coach Eden is giving them the business right now. And he's got Mike. I, I'm sure you'll follow them in, into the locker room. I think he's going to give them the business right when they get inside, too. Yeah. But he's allowing the team to go to their locker room before we go to ours. That way they're not getting mixed up with each other and possibly starting any ruckus. Yeah, the referees actually stood between and made a tunnel for the for the Titans to walk past the Yellow Jackets. So. Yeah, and, and Coach Eden was just kind of he, – he wasn't really giving them the business there. He was just telling them before, you know, to, to allow the other team to get off the field, listen, this is what it takes to be a champion. You want to win this game, this is what you're doing. You're winning this game right now, but you've got to continue that. You got You can't stop now. All righty. Well, that's going to bring us to halftime here. As the hey, uh, I, I, we, I gotta say hello, absolutely, Our buddy Joey Williams. Uh, man, that cat, he's he's the best ever. I love Joey, and, he, is a, and yep. he, he just chimed in and said, Thank you guys for being on the air every Friday night. We appreciate that, Joey, especially coming from somebody like you, absolutely. Uh, run ran Bartow's uh summer program for a, a million years. I hate to give his age away, he's a million <laughs> and one years old. But uh, we, we love Joey. Absolutely, my 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 son played ball with his son in yeah. Dixie Youth. So yeah, I, I'm yeah Joey. Appreciate you guys so much. All righty, that's going to be uh, halftime here. Bar two in front, seven to three. Stand by. The SEC football report is coming up next. You're listening to Yellow Jacket Football on WBF. Once again, Craig, a budget you pull the bar to on their inventory. But uh, most of our vehicles are around uh, uh, from the early 90s to the uh, the mid-2010s, you know, 2008, 9, 10, that area. The part you need when you need it. Budget you pull it, Highway 60 East, Bartow. The Ewing Blackwelder and Deuce Insurance Agency has been serving Central Florida since 1984. They all work and live in your neighborhood and take pride in our history. Offices in Bartow, there when you need them, representing only the most reliable companies in the industry. For over 50 years, Keith Spray Service has been serving Polk County with specialized treatment of delicate ornamentals, including rose bushes. Want to learn more about the treatments of ornamentals as well as expert lawn care? Call Keith Spray Service. This is Tyler Kelly with Kelly Buick GMC. Each year, we donate a brand new GMC truck to our schools. Go to 20bucktruck.com for details on how you can win a brand new GMC from Kelly Buick GMC. 20bucktruck.com. 35 amazing years. Hey, that's us here at Spath Jewelers. We offer services such as beautiful custom work that's sure to wow, repairs, complimentary cleaning, appraisals, watch repairs, financing. What more do you need? We're here Monday through Friday, 10 to 7, and Saturdays from 10 to 5. Palette One of Bartow is proud to be a sports booster and invites you to join their team. Check out careers at palette1.com to learn more about the opportunities in this outstanding company with over 30 years of experience. Palette One is an equal opportunity employer. 
And welcome back to Bartow Memorial Stadium in his homecoming 2023. We're all doing the Cupid Shuffle here at halftime. Is that what that's called? That's what that's called. Mike, are you going to join them? Man, I would, guys, but listen, those cheerleaders, they do such a good job at it. I don't even think I want, they don't even want to see my version of it. Mike said he did the icky shuffle pretty well, too. <laughs> Man, that's the, let's see, was it icky or the, what's the fridge? I do the fridge pretty good. Well, the, the fridge just fell on people. <laughs> I, icky had it going on that, that season of the Bengals. Well, what about the giddy? Can't we do the giddy? I don't know what that is you know, either. You know where the kids do the little giddy, the little, little steps? The oh, little you mean step the touchdown thing? Yeah, the little giddy. You can do that, too? Man, come on, Wait a minute. Now. Wait a minute. The giddy or the gritty? The gritty. My, the giddy gritty. <laughs> Mike's uh, a star. He is. He is. All righty. Here we go. Ready to get the third quarter underway. Barta will receive the opening kickoff, and Breston will send this to the checkerboard pattern in the end zone for a touchback. Coach, I mean, uh, Mike, you talked to the coach at halftime? I did, and Coach had some uh, pretty interesting words to say. Uh, we may see a little bit of a change here to the second half. I'm not going to drop the cats out of the bag. You and I and the guys have talked about it a little while, a little while ago. But I think we're going to see a little change up here to the second half, and I think, I think everybody's going to be impressed what they see on some of the slight changes the coach has made. Did you happen to mention anything about the quarterback is it going to be it looks like valentine's going out to start the third quarter here yeah valentine's going to start it and he had talked to uh, blaine just a little bit about it. there's a little bit that he wants to work on with blaine still but i think we may see blaine a little bit more uh the second half and valentine uh he, he whatever injury he's got is to his midsection guys almost like his hips is what he was really working on when he was stretching mm-hmm. at halftime First and 10 for the Yellow Jackets on their own 20-yard line, and Valentine wants to throw. He airs it out, and it's going to be intercepted. Intercepted at the 46-yard line. They were looking to get it to Corey Butler. Yeah, and he didn't put enough air on it. He he put he kind of threw that more on a rope than putting the air underneath it, Mike. Uh, and, and on a play like that, especially with, as good as these corners are, you got to throw that up and let them run underneath it. And that's exactly what Coach had told him at halftime in the locker room. He said, you got to throw that thing up. you got to make those receivers want it and let them go get it because that's who's going to save you at the end of the day. And that one he did not. No, like you said, that one he just had no air on it. He put it kind of not really on a rope, but he just he didn't really put it up there and give his receiver a chance to fight for that ball. So that's going to set up the Titans here. Excellent field position at the Yellow Jacket 46-yard line. Titans uh, trail in the ballgame. Bartos in front, 7-3. We're just underway here in the second half. Here's the snap. Handoff up the middle and going nowhere. You got Davis. Oh, the ball's on the ground. A big hit, and the ball's on the ground. Bartos recovers the ball. Wow. Whoa, that was a hit. He cut back inside, and I think it was Stanley that came up and just decleated him, guys. Wow. And it was a boom. The whole crowd went off. The ball went 15 yards to the middle of the field, and Bartow was able to jump on it. And just like that, we got we gained uh, 30 yards. 30 yards. What a lick Stanley put on the ball carrier there. That guy's a killer, man. Where was he last year? Is he a transfer or something? First and 10 at midfield for the Yellow Jackets. So the offense right back on the field. 
Two receivers on the far side of the field. Here's the snap. Valentine looks to throw. Now he'll tuck and run. He gets back to the line of scrimmage, and oh, that's about it. Oh, boy, that was a Ooh, close to a being late a late hit. hit. And I mean coming in. I thought he was going to lose the ball the way he stretched out like that. Yeah, but, I mean, they were coming in with shoulders while he's on the ground. That's spearing. They'll lose a yard on the play make it second and 11 for the Yellow Jackets. Valentine gets the play from Coach Eden on the sideline, runs it to the offense. Bartow in front, 7-3 to three early here in the second half. And that was a run-pass option that he had right there, and, and that's why he kind of had the ball dangling, Andy. He was looking to throw. Oops. Uh, flag on the play, and they're going to get uh, nowhere on the running play on the little pitch out. Looked like Corey Butler started a little early. Well, first of all, he never threw a flag. He didn't. Yeah, I can't believe they didn't catch a flag on that one. So they're going to lose a couple yards on the play. It's going to be third down and 13 now for the Yellow Jackets. I am extremely impressed with this uh, defense of uh, Naples, which they were very good last year. I mean, the score was 20-21, but... Uh, those were like freak plays, if I'm remembering right. And yeah, those it, were and big it was, plays. Yeah, and it was a crazy rain, but nobody moved the football. It was it, like you, like you just said, Mike. It was big plays. Yeah, big plays and quick. And now a timeout, Bartow. Yellow Jackets will call a timeout. Gives us a chance to uh, say thank you to Citizens Bank and Trust. You know they take great pride in being Poe County's bank, and understand the responsibility that comes with it each and every day. Citizens Bank and Trust, since 1920, member FDIC, and an equal housing lender. Guys, I got a special guest for you down here. Go ahead. Yeah? Yeah, just, hey, I got another Eden down here, if you can believe that or not. Okay. I chased down Coach Eden's dad, Mr. Eden, or Jim Eden, however you want to say it. But Coach Eden, dad, we'd like to welcome you to Bartow. Welcome you to Florida. How's it feel to be back here watching your son coach? It's awesome. I, I, I'm enjoying this. This is amazing football. I just love it. So how do you feel about Bartow football now, seeing what your son has done here with this program? It's, it's amazing. It's, it's, like, so different than up north in Ohio. It, the speed is amazing. And the hitting and the desire to be great is a good thing. So there you go. There you guys have it. Coach Eden's dad, Jim Eden, in Florida, watching his son coach homecoming 2023. Oh, my goodness. Third down and a miscommunication with the receiver and the quarterback, and Valentine throws another interception. Welcome to Florida. Taken down at the, at the Yellow Jacket 48-yard line. Bruce, just miscommunication. Yeah. The receiver went deep, and K.J. thought he was going to throw a little out, and... The only person there was a Titan. Yeah, and, and this has to be, you know, Mike talked uh, was talking to us before we went back on the air, and they have uh, names, uh, you know, and we used to do defenses, Florida, Florida, Miami, Miami, uh, and those were coverages that we would call. And, and they've got assignments with the offensive linemen, and I think they're calling cadences for that, Mike. Am I correct? Absolutely. So, but they made some. So between okay. us and here, there, they've made a few changes in that. So when you hear them call, just so the other team's not always catching up on what's being called and how it's being run, they made a few changes there. And that's kind of what I was alluding to to tell you guys before we went back on the air. You're going to see some of the changes from the formations that they were running in the first half. 
but they're going to be running the same under the same call. And these are 15, 16, 17-year-old kids. What they too. marched the ball back for? There was a uh, there was a um, unsportsmanlike conduct call against the Titans. Okay. So they're going to ma- move that ball back inside Titan territory down to the 37-yard line. They get to keep the ball on the interception, but it's first down for Golden Gate. Here's the snap and a little pitch option goes out to uh, Forza. And he's going to get a good gain of about nine yards on the play. That's number 22, yeah. uh, John Forsa. Roderick Clark comes in uh, from the linebacker spot and makes a makes a tackle. But, uh, again, not till he's nine yards downfield. Yeah, he got a bad spot from where I'm sitting at. He had a first down. Yeah, guys, and, and going back to what we'll wait after this play, and I'll mention it again. But Second and one for the Titans. Lee, the quarterback. He's got the ball. He's going to keep it. Up the middle he goes, turns it to the outside. He's got a first down and more. He'll sprint out of bounds at the Yellow Jacket 49-yard line. That's a, such a smart play. As as he, he looked inside, he had nothing. He just planted a foot and went left, got enough for the first down, and ran out of bounds. So you heard Coach Tyler's dad, or Coach Eden's dad, talk about the speed so much different here in Florida. And that's something that we've talked about being here in Central Florida, being in a hotbed of football football world here. Um, talking about the speed so much faster, the hitting is so much harder. It's so much different here than it is in Ohio. It really is all over the country. I mean, you know, you got Texas, Georgia, California, but some of those schools, man, it's just oh, and the offense jumps. That's a false start against the Titans. That'll back him up five. Make it first and 15 now from the uh, Titan 45-yard line. There's a wild game going over at Bryant Stadium. The Lakeland's Red Knots in front of uh, St. Joseph's Prep, 17-16. Holy cow. Here's a play up the middle, and that is going to be Jeanse again. Uh, Forsa, rather, John Forsa, and he's got a, a first down. He gains about 17 yards on the play, first and 10 Titans. Yeah, and uh, they've, they've figured something out now with, with their blocking schemes, able to open just a, a little bit of hole, and, and now you've got Stanley and, and um, you've got Clark, and if they're not sitting right there, it's off to the races. First and ten. Here's the snap. Quarterback keeper Lee. This time he's caught in the backfield and he's going nowhere. And that's what uh, uh, Quavion Bird can bring to the table right there. He just grabbed him around the waist and stopped him in his tracks for no gain. Well, there's not many people that's going to run over or run around Quavion Bird. Once he gets his hand on you, he's pretty much well going to stop you in your tracks. You guys sitting down for this one? Lake Region 24, Avon Park, nothing. What? Wow. Good for Lake Region. George Jenkins, 32, DeSoto County, 7. You didn't have to bring that up. Second and 10. Here's the snap. Again, quarterback keeper up the middle. He goes. He's into the secondary, and he'll get a first down past the 25 to the 23. You know, I'm not a very violent, aggressive football player, but when that quarterback left his feet, I don't understand why somebody put a helmet right in his chest and planted him in the ground. Yeah, they had the opportunity. I know it, I, but I don't. I mean, I typically wouldn't encourage play like that, but he wouldn't run that ball too many times like that. The and, Titans and tried. Yeah, you know, the Titans tried a little tempo here, Mike. A little hurry up, and they weren't set when they snapped the ball. So that's yeah. a five-yard penalty. All right, I got another surprise score for you. 
Ugali, 35, Winter Haven, nothing. God, at least I got one right. Wow. And uh, St. Joseph's Prep just got a touchdown, so now it's St. Joseph Preps, the team from Philadelphia, 23, and the Lakeland Dreadnoughts, 17. That sounds more like it. And Lake Gibson, 20, and Lehigh, 13. Mm, And and Mike, the last one we had, Fort Meade, 13, Lakeland Christian, nothing. Correct. I might be an offer on this week. First and 15 now for the oh. Titans, and they try a running play right up the middle, and <laughs> it's not going anywhere. They'll lose another yard. Yeah. Big this, number 98 getting up off the pile. That's Bird. This this ball game is going to be won and lost right there at the line of scrimmage. Uh, whoever is able to break that first contain uh, is going to win this football game, and, and right now Naples is, is doing that more often than Barco. Second and 16 here for the Titans. Ball at the Yellow Jacket 27-yard line. Here's the snap. They'll give it to Forsa. And up the middle he goes. He'll get the penalty yardage back, maybe one more. But it's going to be third down in about 10. Yeah. And they're already in field goal range. Yes. They've been in field goal range for the last three (laughs) or four plays. That guy can kick that ball. Yellow Jackets in front, 7-3. to We're about midway through the third quarter here from Bartow Memorial Stadium. The Titans facing a third and ten. They got the wind at their back right now, Seth. Two receivers to the near side. A single receiver on the far side. Lee, the quarterback. Here's the snap. Quarterback keeper tries to run around left end. He breaks one tackle. He's going to be short on the first down. The ball is on the ground, but I think they're going to blow it dead. So, short of a first down. Bruce, you got a good kicker, but you're like fourth and two or three. I kicked the football. You take those points. Looks like they're going to do that. Yep. They are sending Breston out to attempt the field goal. If you're familiar with Barton Memorial Stadium, this field runs east and west. Breston will be kicking toward the west end zone, toward Broadway Avenue. They're going to spot it right about the 24-yard line. So a 34-yard field goal attempt. He hit earlier from 33 yards. Yeah, but that would have been a 40-47-yard field goal back then. And he was kicking in the win. And we got a delay of game. It doesn't matter. Yeah, I just say it doesn't matter to him. They could back him up to the 40-yard line, and we was watching him kick 50-yarders earlier, but, you know, in pregame. Yeah, the, the, only, the only question of this kid is left or right. You know, if he keeps it in between the uprights, it's going to be good because it's going to be long enough. So now they will respot the ball following the five-yard delay of game call. And when you've got a snap and a hold and a defense coming at you, it's a little different than kicking uh, in pregame. So right about the 29-yard line, so a 39-yard field goal attempt. Spot is down. The kick is up. It's got plenty of leg. It's good. And it goes right on through. Perfect. Good job. 6.41 here in the third quarter. Breston with his second field goal of the night. You can't do that. Number eight for Bartow just hit somebody in the back. They're pulling him off. They're pushing him off the field. A 39-yard field goal is good from Breston. Was there a flag? Because of Galva that did that. He's got to be smarter than that. Yeah, there's a flag. Did they pick it up? Well, we'll let them sort out the penalty while we'll uh, take sitting a... Sitting right in the middle yeah, of the field. About the, yeah, I see about it out the, there. About the 28-yard line. I see you laying there. And he's lucky if he doesn't get tossed. 
I mean, he was going out on the field for the kickoff. Now he's coming off. I hope he doesn't get tossed. I mean, he's a star corner. Bartow 7 and Golden Gate 6. As they get ready to uh, kick off here in the third quarter, 6.32 to play in the third. Breston good tonight on field goals from 33 yards and now a 39-yarder. And uh, three turnovers in that third quarter in the first six minutes of the quarter. You had Bartow, two interceptions. Uh, the Titans, Golden Gate, they fumbled once. So uh, good. they were able to convert the turnover into a... Now they're going to march off the penalty into a field goal. They're marching off the penalty. They're going to have uh, yeah. He'll kick this out on the on the Broadway. They might as well put the ball on the twenty yard line. Breston will tee it up at the Yellow Jacket forty five yard line after the fifteen yard unsportsmanlike conduct call against the Yellow Jackets. Six thirty two to play here in the third quarter. Bartow seven, Golden Gate six. I don't know, guys. I believe I'd watch it onside at some point. Yeah, he, I would have thought he might have pooched this, but he's taking a big, long run up, and he sends this high and through the uprights. Yeah. I, I, I kind of agree with you, Mike. I, I'm, I, I might have just kicked that to somebody, one of the upbacks, and caught him around the 10, 15-yard line. Exactly. So Bartow will take over first and 10 from their own 20-yard line. Proud to be Bartow's air conditioning company. It is Citrus Air Conditioning, complete service for your home or office. With such great care, it must be Citrus Air. Give them a call, 534-1171. Citrus Air Conditioning of Bartow. Well... We're going to see what this offense is made of now because they have got they have got the answer here. Naples has all the momentum. First and ten for the Yellow Jackets at their own twenty yard line. Got a new quarterback. That's going to be thirteen. That's Thomas Amari. Oh, excuse me, Turner Amari Turner. Number. Oh, Williams. Williams. It's a direct snap to Williams. He busted it out to the outside, turns the corner, and Jaden Williams gets to the 26-yard line. Well, that's one way to do it. Yeah, you you put it in in your big guy's hands. I mean, this is uh, Jaden Williams. We've seen him return punts and kicks and everything else, give him the opportunity, and they're going to stay with him. Guys, here's a shocker for you. Fort Meade touchdown, 20-0. Wow. With less than seven minutes left in the third quarter. That's incredible. Maybe Fort Meade is that good, Mike. I know we know the quarterback is. Number seven, Jaden Williams, the quarterback now for the Yellow Jackets. Single receiver to the left, single receiver to the right. Two running backs in the formation. Here's the snap. They fake it, and Williams will keep it. Williams, and he's going to get hit at the 25-yard line, trying to regain his balance. He got hammered. Yeah. What what this brings into the ball game is now you've got three people in the backfield and you've got to respect all three of them. You can't just key on one guy instead of running that that little eye uh, in the pistol. You've got to be keying on three people. Uh, but Williams is going to have to give it at some point, or they're just going to start looking at seven and, and running. Now we got a new quarterback in, or no? Williams going back. Williams 
Now we got timeout. Bartow will call a timeout. A lot of confusion on the call of that play, trying to get the right play in on this very critical third down, third and six, and you don't want to send the defense back on the field after four and out. We'll take a timeout. You're listening to Yellow Jacket Football on WBF. Hi, it's Erin with Evolve Contracting. While there's no shortage of landscape and irrigation companies, you deserve the option that's the best fit for you. At Evolve, we offer 3D imaging and an irrigation program that saves you water, time, and money. Visit us at EvolveYourLawn.com. The Witten McLean Funeral Home of Bartow and the McLean Funeral Home of Fort Meade hold high the responsibility placed on them, offering you the personal attention and distinctive service you deserve. Witten and McLean, synonymous with service. In today's complicated financial world, it's nice to know that Steve Wright & Company is there, helping you utilize your resources more effectively as you work toward your financial goals from tax returns to retirement plans and all the stops in between. Rely on Steve Wright & Company on Avenue H in Winter Haven. All righty, welcome back to Bartow Memorial Stadium, third and six for the Yellow Jackets. Jaden Williams, the quarterback, he'll take the direct snap up the middle. He's got a first down. Jaden Williams breaks the tackle. He's on his feet. One man to beat. He turns on the speed. And Jaden Williams at the 20, the 15, the 10, the 5, and brought down from behind at the 1. Oh, boy, Doug. I mean, a touchdown saving tackle by the safety who never gave up. Williams ran... 120 yards on that play to gain 75. And, Mike, uh, that is some speed. Yeah, you never see anybody run him down like that either, and he got ran down. I mean, it took him 70 yards to catch him, but he got ran down. Yeah. I mean, that was a, and that was a great tackle there at the end. I mean, it was like a last – that was his last-ditch effort here. I'm either going to get him or he's going to score, and he just dove out there after him, and he got him. Oh, they're pulling Bird out. I would say you first bird territory right first here. First and goal for the Jackets. Here's the sell the oh, ball's oh, on the ground. No. And well, Jaden will get back on it, but wow, they lose about ten yards. And typically when they get inside the five like they were there, you know, you see them running that stack stack formation, that power eye. Yeah, but we have a quarterback. You know, again, Williams is is and not a quarterback. And the ball just slipped he, through his hand, and he's not feeling good he's either. Hurt. Jaden Williams takes his helmet off at the 20-yard line. He's got to be exhausted, too, guys. After running all that distance, yeah. And the cut he made about the 35 or 40-yard line to turn back into the into the side of the field and just took off. It was it was uh, it was a thing of beauty. It was. But he's uh, headed to the sideline now. Well, maybe not. Yeah, trying he to catch his breath. Yeah, he was just time. trying to get the front corner of that end zone. That was all he was looking for. Timeout is on the field called by the uh, Yellow Jackets. There's 4.54 left here in the third quarter. Bartow hanging on to a one-point lead, 7-6, to six, over the Golden Gate Titans. Well, that missed snap was critical, guys. I mean, we're having trouble getting three yards right now. Of course, Williams just broke off one for, for 75 yards, 74 yards, but that ain't happening every play. No, that's like that's like all everything lining up just perfectly. His blocks picking up where they need to pick up, and he actually had that wall built there. There was three blockers out in front of him, and he just laid in right behind him. And once those blockers picked up where they need to pick up, that's when he made that cut. And now Turner comes in, number thirteen at quarterback. Yep, and they're going to sign line up with that I formation with Bird, Stanley, and in the deep in the back is Himes. Under center is Turner. Turner fakes the throw. He's going to be sacked. No, the ball's taken out of his hands. 
The Titans have the ball at the 40, at the 45, 50. The big man lumbering down the field. He's going to take it all the way in for a Titan touchdown. He just took it out of his hands, guys. He just just stripped it right away from him. Yeah. Big and, number and 55 took the ball out of t- Turner's hands. And and once again, guys, this is you're bringing in a, a quarterback that is not – he's not taking a snap. And, and now he's standing up, and he's looking to throw the slant. The, and, and before he can get the ball off, there's somebody on him. He's got his arm exposed. They just grab the, the uh, ball and take it away. Now, granted, when you, put a, when you put a guy in a ball game, it's next man up. But this is two plays now with two quarterbacks who have not run a play, and both of them have turned the ball over. And, and a flag uh, out there for some and reason. That'll be for a celebration, I'm sure. But, uh, you know, th- that's tough. That's tough. About an 85, they're going to call it a fumble. Now you got guys wanting to fight on the side on the sideline. That That is, you cannot have. And the, the white hat wants to talk to Coach Eaton. About an 85-yard fumble. Technically, it's a fumble recovery. So 85 yards on the return gives uh, the Titans their first lead of the ball game. More like 95, Jeff. Was it, it was on the 10, so it okay, was, it was so about you're right, you're right. roughly. The big man's showing off the wheels. All right, we're going to have a – what's the call here? The touchdown is good. After the play, a dead ball foul, unsportsmanlike conduct against ten, – uh, the Titans. They'll, they'll take it on the kickoff. And that'd be for the celebration. Yeah, but I don't. I don't. They, I wouldn't take this kid back 15 yards. He's no. just kicking through. You just kick it and and take it on the uh, on the kickoff. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's what they're going to do. I see him marching it back down toward the end zone there. So the Titans with their first lead of the ball game, 12-7 to over Bartow. And the crowd is just totally in shock right now. That's a play you don't see every day, guys. Well, and, you know, last year down there, that's, I mean, even though we were playing in a, you know, soaked field, that's the thing we saw last year, big plays. Extra point attempt coming by Breston. He's already hit two field goals tonight. This is an extra point. Snap is good. The hold is good. The ball is on Broadway, and it is perfect. 13-7 now the score in favor of the Titans. You're listening to Yellow Jacket Football on WBF. Hello, Bartow. This is Joe DeCessory with Citrus Air Conditioners, your hometown air conditioning company. If you're looking to replace your old unit, Citrus Air has many units in stock and offers financing. Call us at 534-1171 or look us up online at citrusairinc.com. Hi, I'm Benny Jr. with Bartow Ford. Are you looking for a career in the automotive service industry? There's no better place to start than at Bartow Ford. Is it because we have one of the largest service departments? Maybe it's because we will help pay for your training and tools. Apply at BartowFord.com where we're different and we prove it. Your Bartow Beef O'Brady's in the Bartow Center South is your headquarters for good food and good sports. With something for everyone on the menu, your Bartow Beefs is perfect for the family, an office lunch, or to feed the team after a big win. Beefs, where game time meets family time. We got it. Welcome back to Bartow Memorial Stadium. The Titans with their first lead of the ballgame, 13-7 over Bartow. On a uh, dramatic fumble recovery, more like a pickpocket. 
of uh, yeah. the quarterback and uh, the big offense, the big defensive lineman just rumbled down the field, 80, 80 plus yards for a touchdown. Cheerleaders are throwing out little footballs here during the third quarter. Oh, that one lady just got hit right in the head. Some of those cheerleaders out there got some pretty good arms. Yeah, you, you just got to pay attention. It's like being at a baseball game and a foul ball coming at you. There is a penalty marched off against the Titans for excessive celebration, so the kickoff will now come from the 25-yard line. They're going to pooch it, and it's going to be taken at the 35 by one of the up men. That's um, Murray. Murray. Murray, 40. Murray at the 45. Murray at midfield and dives into the Titan territory. Really good job by Murray and really smart by uh, Coach Eden and the special teams coach. Murray is normally the back. He's way in the back, but they pulled him up expecting something like that and got Murray, and and like we've been saying for two years now, when he gets the ball in his hands, it's exciting football. First and ten here for the Yellow Jackets. Good starting position here. They're in Titan territory at the 47-yard line. And Valentine is backing at quarterback. K.J. Valentine in the shotgun. Here's the snap. Up the middle goes Himes. Himes with the ball. He'll cross the 45 to the 44. And that's one of the best runs of the night for our uh, running backs. And now he's going to go tempo. Quickly to the line of scrimmage are the Jackets. Same formation. Himes the deep back. Here's the snap. Give it to Himes again. He stutters to the right. Turns up field. Himes has got a first down. He's still on his feet. He's at the 30, at the 28, before he's knocked out of bounds. And what did Coach Eden talk about? When When they go tempo... Their run, they go from play. like yep. They pick up those extra yards, and the Titans call a timeout. Golden Gate will burn a timeout. Two plays, and the and the Yellow Jackets move from the forty-seven, and they're deep now at the uh, twenty-seven. Yeah, and it just shows you how important the tempo is if you've got that. And and he's taught these kids to be able to run this tempo offense, and it doesn't give the the defense first. They they can't swap out players second they can't make the reads from the sideline and call the play in late so the defense just has to line up and play football and then you start gassing them and the next thing you know you're in the end zone so this coach was very smart from uh, naples to call that time out to give his kids just a breath but if i'm if i'm coach eden i i think he's he's uh certainly in love with this tempo and, and yeah. going to stick with it. But getting first downs is key because that's when you can really notch it up. First and 10 for the Yellow Jackets at the Golden Gate 27-yard line. Three receivers on the near side, and the Titans jump offside. That's a dead ball offsides against the defense. First and five now for Bartow. And you see Coach Eden about 10 yards out on the field. Let's go, run it, run it, let's go. And they're quickly to the line of scrimmage. Himes is the deep back. Here's the snap. They'll turn and give it to him. Up the middle he goes. He breaks it to the outside, and he's going to cross the 20 to about the 19. He gets a couple of yards, and this is this is all you're looking for. You're looking for positive yardage right here. We've got a good kicker. Uh, we need to score a touchdown, though. Going to spot it right at the 20, so it's going to be second down and about four. Second and four for the Jackets. At the Titan 20-yard line. And I would not hesitate to go to that quick snap or the 
Hurry up, snap offense. Count, snap count again. K.J. Valentine, the quarterback, he's in the shotgun. Running back, Heim, standing right next to him. They're going to throw it. Here's the snap. Valentine will roll to his right, looking, looking, throws it, and it's going to be short hop to his intended receiver. So that was exactly one of those plays that Coach Tyler was talking about at halftime. If you see it open across, if that follows, if that back follows, falls back and falls off, he's to take that quick slant, and it's, it is supposed to be a step, plant, throw. Yeah, and the, the thing when he rolls out, Mike, is he had three receivers downfield, one deep, one medium, and, and one short. Yep. If he throws it to Jason Williams to tie it in short, he's got a first down, but uh, he just couldn't get enough arm into it to get it to the medium. Yep. Yep. Third and four, and uh, Williams now the quarterback, number seven. He will take the snap, and he'll go off the uh, left side, turns the corner. He's going to have a first down, guys. Oh, wow. Mike right there on the call with a first down. So they go back to Williams with a little shot guy. Somebody's hurt. There's a yellow jacket on the sideline here. That's going to be number 11. That is Jason Williams. Williams. He was the lead blocker on that play. They moved him to that side, and I'm so happy he's up. That's one tough cat right there. They Man, played. he's a big kid. He's our he's our tight end, and he did lead the blocking on that play for a yellow jacket first down. Coach Peavy says it's 34-7 Fort Meade now. Ball just inside the Titan 15-yard line. Barto with a first and 10. Jackets trail in the ball game 13-7. And Coach Peavy is correct. It is 34-7. Here's the snap again to Williams, oh. and he's tripped up in the backfield, and he stopped at the line of scrimmage. That was number four for uh, Golden Gate, uh, Daniel Lopez. Williams with the wildcat. Came up and just grabbed him by the ankle, and little finger tackle brought him down. Uh, just got another text, guys, another score update. I don't know if you have this one, Jeff. It says Lakeland's getting beat 38-17. to Yep. I. Whew. Did I miss that one a while ago or something? Uh, Lakeland was leading for a bit, and then uh, the Philadelphia team scored, and I guess they scored again. Yeah, 38-17 is what we have. But Lakeland's making it a better ball game than I thought. Timeout whistles on the field. Yeah, as Coach, me too. Coach Tyler, uh, Tyler Eden wants to uh, have a timeout here. That's got to be his last one, isn't it? Well, while we have a moment, let's run down that scoreboard across Polk County. See what we have here. Lake Region leading Avon Park 31 to nothing. Uh, We gave you the Fort Meade score 34-7. Mike, is that correct? Yes, sir. Fort Meade leads Lakeland Christian 34-7. Yes. Uh, Lake Gibson over Lehigh 30. I'm sorry, make that 20 to 13. Lake Gibson 20, Lehigh 13. George Jenkins uh, 39-7. Lyman. Shutting out Davenport six to nothing. Got that one right. And this is this is a final. Winter Haven shut out tonight, thirty-five to nothing. They lose to Ugali, the Commodores. Ugali, where are they from, Mike? That's Melbourne area. Melbourne. Wow. And over at Bryan Stadium, uh, the team from Philadelphia, St. Joseph's. What are they? They're number eight now, Bruce. Yeah. In the country, in the nation, number eight, eight ranked team, and they're. That's a long ways ways to travel for a high school football game. They do it a lot more than than, than you think now. Second and ten for the Yellow Jackets after the timeout. Valentine in the shotgun. They're going to put uh, Taylor in motion. Here's the snap, and they're going to give it to Taylor. Taylor turns up field. He's got some nice blocking. Taylor heads to the end zone, turns on the speed. Touchdown, Bartow. Wow. 
with some nice blocking, nice speed. And a great burst of speed, Mike. You just said it. I mean, he kicked the gear when he hit the 10-yard line. He, he kicked the gear and just ran away from him. Yeah, he, when he saw that open field, he just he knew that he wasn't going to let anybody get to him at that point. He just he caught another one, and he was in there. I like the way they just walked it down the field. I do too, and and this is uh, this is where number forty makes his money right here. We need a good snap, a good hold. Yes, the He's game been, is tied right now, thirteen thirteen. Mullis, been great song. So Mullis, on for the extra point from the hold of Valentine. Here's the snap. The kick is up, right. and it is beautiful. Perfect. That's pretty. Those points are critical. Bartow regains the lead with 2.11 left here in the third quarter. It's the Yellow Jackets 14, the Titans 13. You're listening to Yellow Jacket Football on WBF. You have a chance to win a brand new GMC truck from Kelly Buick GMC and help support our local schools like the Polk County 4-H and FFA programs. 20bucktruck.com, 20bucktruck.com. Kelly Buick GMC. 35 amazing years. Hey, that's us here at Spath Jewelers. We offer services such as beautiful custom work that's sure to wow, repairs, complimentary cleaning, appraisals, watch repairs, financing. What more do you need? We're here Monday through Friday, 10 to 7, and Saturdays from 10 to 5. Hi, it's Erin with Evolve Contracting. While there's no shortage of landscape and irrigation companies, you deserve the option that's the best fit for you. At Evolve, we offer 3D imaging and an irrigation program that saves you water, time, and money. Call us at 863-537-7537. You need that helmet off? I got it off. <laughs> Welcome back to Bartow Memorial Stadium. The, the Jackets just marched the ball down the field and uh, put themselves back in front. 14 to 13 here at Bartow Memorial Stadium. Homecoming 2023, and we got a good one tonight between the Yellow Jackets and the Titans. And Mike's been preaching for two years now how important that snap and hold is, and it's working. Uh, another score update, guys. That Philadelphia is 44, wow. Lakeland 17. They're opening oh it up now. And then, and then enough for a, a continuous clock. Thir- it's got to be 34 points. 34 it? points are oh, Okay. Yeah. And now the referees are stopping play. They're coming over here to the Coach Eden. Look at the infamous Neil Duncan. There right he is. Below us. Yeah. Oh. What's up, Neil? Neil's not even going to talk about LSU and FSU. You, brother. <laughs> We, t- we talked. Hey, if you guys, if you could reach next door there, somebody's got a green laser, and the officials are not happy. Yeah, All right, stand I've, right. I've Here? seen that. All right, we'll get the word to the. Yeah, I hope that ain't the. Uh... All right, actually, it's green. It's... They're making announcement into the public address of others. Or you will be. I tell you what, Coach, uh, Principal Lawson, he's got that no tolerance, bro. He'll, if he finds you, he'll come get you. Where do they think it's coming from? It came from the home side because you could see it. I actually saw it pointing at the visitor side. Yeah, they were. They, I, could, no, I could see him shining over in their eyes. All right, here's the kickoff. It's going to be a little pooch kick, and it hits and does go out of bounds. That was very smart by uh, number two, uh, Martino for Naples. He he was wanting to catch that ball, but he was smart to let it go out. And Mullis did a great job with the pooch, but he's got to he's got to keep that ball in bounds. He's 
he was aiming it as opposed to just kicking it downfield. You know, you take those lasers and you hit somebody in the eye with it just right, and you're going to hurt that eye. Yeah. So 2-11 left here in the third quarter. Bartow in front, 14-13. I want to see Lawson get hold of this cat. Oh, yeah. A lot of uh, a lot of uh, officials now looking yeah. up. So hopefully the message has been received, and that won't happen and disrupt uh, play any further. Yeah, that's yeah. just poor sportsmanship, right? First and ten for the Titans at their own 35-yard line. Quick snap, handoff up the middle goes the quarterback, and he's caught from behind. That's uh, Davis again. Yeah, and, and this is this is something where I guarantee that the linebacker coach has told the linebackers, you key on number three. Well, and, and he, does, he does an amazing job at just staying right behind his line. Yeah. And he just stays there until he sees something opening, and you'll see him make that shift one way or the other. And that's where the linebackers have to be disciplined. Now we have a different quarterback. This is Powell in the game, number eight. Powell will hand off. And, again, stopped right at the line of scrimmage, maybe a yard a, a gain, but it's going to be third and about nine for the Titans here. Well, now here comes number three again. So three checked out for one play. He's back in again. That's Lee. So third and nine for the Titans at their own 37-yard line. Everybody keeping their eye on number three in the backfield for the Titans. Two receivers on the far side of the field. Here's the snap. Yellow Jackets are coming. They pitch it, and they're going to get caught in the backfield. They're going to get caught in the backfield. They're going to back to the original line of scrimmage. It's fourth and ten. Oh, that was a very dangerous pitch. Bartow was standing right there and almost in a position to pick that on the pitch. Yeah, and now you got to watch for a fake right here, too, because time. I don't know how much time's left in the game, but it's we're in the fourth quarter, right? Not yet. Not huh? yet. Yeah. Okay. And it's not 39 minutes. So. Yeah, I, I just wish they'd just go back. So it's 30 seconds. I mean, they're start trying to run that tenth of a second oh, clock. Oh, it's 30. Yeah, so see how it goes, 30, <laughs> 23. They're trying to run that tenth of a second clock, and I, I don't know why they do that mess. Like you would in a basketball game. Yeah, or, or NFL, you know, college, something like that. And I don't understand why they're doing it. That Still got to watch the fake. Fourth down, punt formation. Breasted uh, will soccer-style kick it. And head down to the 27-yard line. That's Murray. Murray with the ball up the middle. He goes 35. Murray at the 40. 45. Murray knocked out of bounds near midfield. Oh, and Murray standing up in the and the Murray. defenders going down. Yeah, Murray. When the when number 11, the guy that knocked him out of bounds, stood up, Murray shouldered him back. Murray was the one that actually made that hit as he was going out of bounds, Mike. Yeah, he. You know, I think now Bartow's got this fire. I think they really feel it now. And, that, you know, with that last touchdown drive being so dominant, just taking that ball and going right down the field and then stopping Naples here, getting a big stop on them, maybe that will give Bartow that swing, that little bit of edge that they're looking for to come back and get something going. As we just seen, you know, Murray just lowering his shoulder. And instead of him going down, he, put, he knocked the defender down. Absolutely. That was the final play of the third quarter. When we come back, the final 12 minutes of an exciting football game. It's homecoming 2023, Bartow in front, 14-13. You're listening to Yellow Jacket Football on WBF. 
didn't have to move the ball very Hi, I'm Benny Jr. Each and every holiday, dealerships are trying to convince you that right now is the best time to buy a vehicle. It's not that way at Bartow Ford. If it's for sale, it's on sale. Visit our store or online at BartowFord.com because at Bartow Ford, we're different and we prove it. Once again, Craig, a budget you pull to Bartow on their inventory. But uh, most of our vehicles are around uh, uh, from the early 90s to the uh, the mid-2010s, you know, 2008, 9, 10, that area. The part you need when you need it. Budget you pull it, Highway 60 East, Bartow. The Ewing Blackwelder and Deuce Insurance Agency has been serving Central Florida since 1984. They all work and live in your neighborhood and take pride in our history. Offices in Bartow, there when you need them, representing only the most reliable companies in the industry. First and ten for the Yellow Jackets. The ball at midfield. Here's a little uh, razzle-dazzle in the backfield. They're going to give it to Taylor. Taylor. Cutting left, right, he's going to be thrown back. Uh, a lot of running for a one-yard game for Taylor. Yeah, and and the ball almost got away from him too when he got hit. Number Williams, uh, number eleven, uh, Jason Williams. They need he needs to get off the field. He is hurting. Number eleven is in slow motion. He's holding that arm. Yeah, it's his shoulder. Yeah, and um, we don't we don't need him hurt. We got district stuff coming up. Second and eight. Here is a uh, jet sweep. They get it to Thomas on the outside. Thomas turns the corner. He gets to the 45. It's going to be third and about five. And a beautiful job. As he just, he just, and Williams can hardly carry himself right now, guys. Yeah, when he got hit earlier. Yeah, I, I know. And and, he he and landed the, on that shoulder, just drove that shoulder right into the ground, going out of bounds. Well, they got to get him off the field because he's, he's going to get hurt worse. Exactly. Because next week we start district play. Oh, yeah. Next week we start district play at Ridge Community. So, yeah, Bruce is 100% right. Third and five for the Jackets at the Titan 45-yard line. Here's the snap. K.J. Valentine stutters at the line of scrimmage. He's running the ball. He's got a first down. K.J. into the secondary. He's knocked out of bounds finally at the 31-yard line. Great run. And they, they need to get him off the yeah, field. Every play, where, he's grabbing his shoulder. You've got guys up on top of the box, and they need to be say, saying, get number 11 out of the football game. He don't want to come out of the game, but I don't he, care. See, he's, 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 motioning. he's motioning them back, but you you got to take care of your player he's going to stay out there he signaled to the coaching staff i'm good i'm i want to and and i i appreciate him wanting to be in that game but look he's dragging it right now first and 10 for the yellow jackets at the titan 31 yard line kj valentine in the shotgun formation here's the snap they will hand it off and that's himes up the middle he goes and it's a tough one or two yards for himes now, Valentine sprints over here to Coach Eaton. You've got to think maybe Valentine is trying to convince Coach, hey, you need to get 11 out of the ballgame. Well, they certainly want Himes uh, uh, back in the game. Himes comes back in. That was Glover on the last carry. So it's going to be second and nine here for the Yellow Jackets. At the Titan 30-yard line, here's the snap. And the, oh. they run into each other in the backfield. Yeah. That messes up the timing. Himes ran into Thomas. And and they both ran into Valentine. Yep. 
they're going to lose three or four yards on that play. Sets up a third and 15. I know it's only the third week of the regular season, but uh, the weather gods are smiling on us tonight. Oh, it is perfect man. weather tonight well, to play football. The mornings all week this week were just so beautiful, perfect mornings. And uh, getting a little, you know, fall weather early in Florida, that's that's incredible. Here we go, third and 15. Valentine wants to throw. He sets up, he got a man wide open, and it's caught. Taylor, touchdown, Barto. Number 12, Dennis Taylor with a touchdown, a 31-yard touchdown. Wow. Step, plant, throw. Let your receiver go get it. Yeah, that what that was, they, they were in zone, and the corner released him, Mike, and the safety never went over to help. Yep, yep. They're playing cover two on that, and as soon as that corner released him, all Williams had to do was run under the football and catch it. There was nobody within 15 yards of him. Well, Coach talked about wanting to get Taylor a lot of speed. Well, he got it. Yep. That's twice. Taylor with a 15-yard run, now a 30-yard uh, pass for a touchdown. And a great call and, and, and caught the defense on it flat-footed. Ball is on to attempt the extra point from the hold of K.J. Valentine. The kick is up, and he sails it right on through. High snap. Great job by Valentine to get the ball down. A good kick. 21-13 is now your score here at Bartow Memorial Stadium. The Yellow Jackets in front. You're listening to Yellow Jacket Football on WBF. If you're looking for good food and good family time, look no farther than Beef O'Brady's in the Bartow Center South. Your Bartow Beefs is perfect for lunch or dinner for the whole family or whole team. Your Bartow Beefs, where game time meets family time. Imagine trying to work in an office that is so hot and humid you can't concentrate or so cold you always need a jacket. Citrus Air Conditioners of Bartow reminds you that maintenance is vital to keep your system running smoothly year-round. Such great care, it must be Citrus Air. This is Carla Meeks, a Bartow High alumni, and here's to a great season. If you're thinking about buying or selling a home, call me at Meeks Real Estate, 863-604-9287. Remember, I am not just a realtor, but your realtor. Welcome back to Bartow Memorial Stadium. We're in the fourth quarter, 8.45 to play in the ball game. Bartow in front, 21-13 to 13 after a wonderful little pass from K.J. Valentine to uh, Taylor, covering 30 yards. So uh, Bartow's put 14 unanswered points on the board to regain the lead. Here's the kickoff. And it's going to sail into the end zone for a touchback. Great job. And, uh, Mike, uh, update on our our buddies from uh, up north. Bibb County, Alabama. Chalk talk. Chalk talls. 7-0 halftime. Bibb County, what part of Alabama is that in? The south side. So tonight's their north-south game. Okay. Um, So they're considered south. Well, we are we are all adopted Choctaws, and <laughs> somebody just went and made number eleven take his shoulder pads off. And I want to I want to commend whoever did that. Uh, they made number eleven take his shoulder pads off. That was uh, that J- cat's not coming out of the game. 
Jason Williams. Uh, here's a big play. Oh, the ball's on the ground. Barto recovered. Barto recovered. And at the 19-yard line on the first play after the touchback. And I want to say that was Stanley again, guys, that decleated the quarterback as he's coming through. He just hit him right in the belly, Mike. Yeah, and he almost folded him in half. Exactly, and he was carrying that ball high anyway, so when he got hit, he just coughed it right up. So a big turnover here, and Bartow can put more points on the board. First and 10 for the Yellow Jackets at the Titan 20-yard line. The Jacket offense right back onto the field, and that Titan defense right back on the field. Glover in the backfield. He'll stand right next to the quarterback, Valentine. Thomas in motion. They'll fake it to Thomas. There's flags all over the place. Here's uh, Valentine. He'll turn the corner, but it looks like his all might be coming back. Yeah, it's coming back. But the thing is, if you got any legal procedure, you you should blow the whistle. That's what I don't understand. You had a flag from the umpire and the referee. Now they're talking about it. Not to interrupt you guys again, but could you have them announce that the headlights on the visiting side by the ticket booth needs to be turned off? Headlights on the visitor's side need to be turned off, please. All righty. I think they got the word. They're going to be a, a illegal shift call against the Yellow Jackets. That's going to back them up to the 25-yard line, where it is still first down, but first and 15 now. There's two sets of headlights out there. Over there by the by the visitor booth, yeah. Ticket booth. Yeah. So now Valentine will go in the pistol formation. Glover standing right next to him. They're going to put Thomas in motion. Here's the snap. Fake to Thomas. KJ throws it up toward the end zone, looking uh-huh. for Butler incomplete. Now, see, that one's one he should have put on the rope, Mike, yes. because he had he had, he had separation between the linebacker and the safety, and he's right in the middle. If he puts that on a line, it's a touchdown. His receiver's inside. He was inside on exactly. that one. And that, like you said, that should have been on the rope. So they're going to march off a uh, personal foul call against roughing the passer against the Titans. Yeah, he he he, he did stand in, in 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 the pocket and and throw that ball. So that's going to set up the Yellow Jackets first and goal at the ten yard line. Well, we got one set of the headlights off over there. Yeah, there's a there's a police officer headed that way for the second set. <laughs> Maybe I shouldn't. Have, maybe I should have told the officials if they need some sort of direct connection to the booth up there to let me know. I was just trying to be nice, but it seems like I've been the messenger service today. <laughs> well, last week you were on drone duty. Yeah, yeah. Now timeout on the field. Eden's on the field. Uh, this must be the water break or something. Must be the mandatory water break. Eight twenty-four left in the ball game. Twenty-one thirteen. Oh, delay a game, Bartow. Oh wow. Hmm. How that? That's but they were one player short, and the quarterback kept calling for one more, one more, one more, and next thing you know, they were out of time. Yeah, the whole the whole team actually turned in motion to the. So it's first and goal from the 15-yard line. 
from the pistol formation is the quarterback, Valentine. Uh, he takes it. The ball oh, whistles will stop this play. Illegal yeah. procedure call against the Jackets. Yeah, it was a slot back on, on the right side here. He jumped. Bruce, what do you got for first and goal from the 20? Well, you just, you just move the football. Uh, a... Uh, a field goal makes it a three three score game, a two score game. Let's see what the Jackets dial up here. First and goal from the twenty. Jackets with two receivers on the near side of the field. Glover is the running back standing right next to Valentine. They'll give it to Glover. Glover is caught by the leg and thrown for a loss. Oh my guys, forty to seven, Fort Meade. 5.36 left in the game. Well, that's where you just, that's a running clock, and you just you just pack up and, and go and lick your wounds and try and start over for uh, uh, Lakeland, Lakeland Christian. Lakeland Christian. But what it, what it really shows me, Mike, is Fort Meade is a player. Oh, my. I, so I you heard what we talked about during the strategy selection. I figured this game tonight between Bartow and Naples and Fort Meade and Lakeland Christian would be the two game of the weeks. Well, that one certainly wasn't. I mean, that's a blowout. I missed that one terribly. Second and goal for the Jackets from the uh, Titan 22-yard line. Here's a handoff to uh, Williams. Jaden Williams is trying to cut back, and now he's going to get hit. That might be a helmet-to-helmet. Yeah, I think that's where they're going to get him right there because that came in as soon as he got hit. This is going to be against the Titans, it appears. That's the first down, too, isn't it? Should be. So Jaden, I don't was, know in high school. Jaden was trying to make something happen out of nothing. Personal foul, face mask against the Titans. That's coming way down here, guys. First just, down, just outside the 15-yard line. And we'll check the down marker. I said second down. It says second down. Where's the? So where's the? How is it second down? Where's the other marker at? I guess they're not setting the chains on the far side. Well, it was, yeah, it was, it was goal. Goal, to go. goal to go. Oh, was it? All right, here we go. Second and goal now from the 15-yard line. K.J. Valentine takes the ball, and K.J. will hand it off to Himes, turns the corner. Himes got a little running room on the far side, inside the 10-yard line, to down the near five. the 5. And the right tackle moved just a shade early. I don't know if you saw that, Mike, but uh, we got away with one there. Third and goal now for the Yellow Jackets. Yeah, guys, I don't know if you guys can tell it from up there, but I sure hope this game winds down here pretty quick because you can see the dew starting to settle on the ground. That moisture is really starting to come up on the top of the grass now. And if footing could become an issue here. From about the six-yard line, Mike? Uh, Just outside the seven. I watched the the slant right over here on the right side, guys. Third down. Here's the snap, and it's going to be a quarterback keeper up the middle. He goes, but he stripped up in the backfield as Valentine falls forward. It's going to be fourth down. Take the points. Kick the field goal. Boy, they had had single coverage over here on the right. If you could audible, you audible to a slant right there, and you got six points. And that was Taylor, who's already caught two touchdowns tonight. So So we're going to try a field goal. Kaysen Mullis who just moments ago kicked an extra point going the same way. He is kicking from a hash this time, though, instead of the center of the field. Valentine will put the ball down right about the 15-yard line, so a 25-yard field goal attempt. And you just got to remember, this ain't no more than an extra point. Exactly. Number 40, Kason Mullis. Here's the snap, and the kick is up. Good. 
and it's whistles will stop it. Oh no! What, Illegal what? procedure against Bartow. What? Uh, what was that? I get a procedure call on a kick. So that's going to back him up five yards. Well, they had almost it. had plenty of leg. Yeah, and it was good. So just that same kick. I mean, for him, it's no more than an extra point. So they'll march off the. No, they're going to put it back where it was. What? Yeah. What was that all about? Did they decline the penalty? Uh, so they're going to spot the ball right about the 19-yard line. So the penalty, it would have uh, been good. 29-yard field goal attempt. A little high snap. They get it down. The kick is up. Oh, right on through. Beautiful. Perfect. 29-yard field goal from Kaysen Mullis. Gives Bartow a 24-13 to 13 lead. Woo! Man, this is a tense football game. Haven't had one of these in a while. Uh-uh. I mean, this is really an exciting game. And uh, nail-biter type thing. Yeah. Even though, you know, we're leading the game, we could easily still be behind right now. That's his heart. Well, it was like this last year. Went back and forth. In the rain, yeah. Yeah, you're right, Andy. Yellow Jackets in front, 24-13 to 13 over the Titans of Golden Gate. Yeah, one mistake could turn things around, and you don't need that. Eden's even coaching up this these guys on this side. He's screaming at them to do something, so they must have a pooch kick, kick plan. You don't want to do that. I, I think what they're really looking for is that isolation kick from Mullis is what they've really been yeah. working on. Yeah, they, and you don't want to kick it in number three. No. Here he goes. He'll send it deep downfield. It's going to be taken right about the six-yard line. He bobbles it at the six, picks it up. There's a block in the back right 15, here. 20. Coming back and to here the here comes 10. a flag. This is why you don't want to kick it in number three. Number three, yeah, the, the standout, but uh, there is a flag back at the 21-yard line. He runs it all the way back to the 47-yard line. And uh, now he's got to walk off the field saying, well, he's what do you got to do? Yeah. It ain't his fault. Brown a little banged up on that play. Jihad Brown. Yeah, he was the one that got blocked in the back, wasn't he, Mike? <laughs> yes, sir. And it's little things like that that you don't see in every game, but that's why a block in the back is illegal because you can make a kid take a false step. He plants a knee in the wrong way, and, and he shouldn't be on the field. No, right. Brown went right back. He walked right through the bench and right back onto defense. So, uh, I com- but you I still com- see him hobbling. Yeah, yeah, I commend these kids for having the heart and wanting to be on the field, but you, you don't realize that you're hurting your football team. So the penalty, Mike, that's going to put him all the way back, back about the five-yard line. Yes, if sir. If, if this guy breaks contain, he's not going to chase him down. First and ten for the Titans. Five minutes left in the ball game. Titans backed up their own five-yard line. Here's the snap. Handoff from Powell. And that's number three. And <laughs> Davis dragged him down. Gain about five on the play. Yeah, and, and really, that's the first time we've seen any of the running backs gain any yardage, guys. It's, it's been number three or nothing. 
but he threw him over his shoulder and got him a couple yeah. more yards when he did that. Yeah, he has to do that every now and then. Get Second and five for the Titans. Powell, the quarterback, he's going to put three in motion, fake it to him, wants to throw it across the middle, and it's incomplete. Oh, and uh, that he was going to pay for that if he caught that football. Woo! And I, that I might think have been had, why he didn't catch it. And I think had Bartram not really been looking for that kill shot on that one, that might have been an interception right there. 4.26 to play in the ball game. Well, this, this big quarterback is not doing them any good throwing the ball at the line of scrimmage anyway. You want it in number three's hands. See what they can do here. It's third down, third and five for the Titans at their own 10-yard line. Bartow in front, 24-13. Powell is the quarterback. He's in the shotgun. Twins left, twins right. Drops straight back, wants to throw. He does down the field. Looking for number one, and it's incomplete. He's out of bounds. Jalen Prey. That was a really good throw and a great job uh, defensively. There was uh, a linebacker and a safety on him and hit him, did not allow him to come down even if he was able to. So, Bruce, fourth down. You're at your own 10-yard line. You got to punt, yeah. Punt this ball. Yeah, but it's fourth and five, so they better pay attention to that ball because, you know, drawing them all sides will give them a first down. Could be real close to a first down. Yeah, and and I I wouldn't – it wouldn't shock me for a fake either, Mike. I mean, you got nothing to lose at this point in the ball game. Murray and Williams are back deep to receive the punt. I think three's your up back. And here's the kick. They'll punt it away, and it's going to be Murray at the 48-yard line. Sail it. Oh! Murray at at the 45 and brought down. There's some heavy blocking on the gunners. Yeah, and and that that should be a personal foul on on Naples. I mean, he he just threw him to the ground. Bartow will take over. First and 10 at the Titan, the 40. Call the 45-yard line with 4.08 to play in the ballgame. Calling on Bartow. Calling holding against the Yellow Jackets. <laughs> I don't get it, man. I mean, you're standing right. I don't know. Well. So they'll march this penalty off against the Yellow Jackets, and the referees will stop walking at the Bartow 40-yard line. So I don't get it. They just give more field and run more time off the clock. First and 10 for the Yellow Jackets at their own 40-yard line. Next week, the Yellow Jackets are on the road to Ridge Community, head up to Northeast Polk County to take on the Bolts, former coach Richard Tate, and it's our district opener next week. District play starts next week. First and 10 for Bartow. K.J. Valentine, the quarterback. Here's the snap. They're going to give it up the middle, and that is Glover. Glover does a little dancing, little nifty moves, but he's just going to get back to the line of scrimmage. And he's got to put that ball away, though. I don't. He just carries that ball out away from his body, which is very dangerous. Yeah, when, especially when he's making a cut. You know, like like you use your arm as leverage. You know, when you're making when you're making cuts to to allow your body to turn it, but you can't. You've got to do that with your offhand. You yeah. can't be doing it with with the ball in your hand. 
second and ten here for the Yellow Jackets at their own 40-yard line. Late substitution, Jeremiah Martin checks into the ball game. Fixed to be a delay game, guys. Yeah, they're counting them down in the back. KJ with the snap and just gets it off. And it's going to be a quarterback keeper. He tries to run around the left side. Going to pick up two or three, but he's third down. Yeah, you just want to keep you want to keep the clock moving. And um, what it is 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 with uh, Williams being all Williams has been that tied in, and eighty-eight has not been in the game the whole time. So they got to remind him every every now and then he's got to get back in the game. Spot the ball at the forty. Three-yard line. It's going to be third down. Third and about seven here for the Jackets. And if they don't get this play going, guys, the back officials count it down again. He sure is. Valentine looking, looking, looking. I don't think Barto has any timeouts left. Not going and to get it. There's the flag for delay of game. Stops the clock at 224. Delay of game, Jackets. Bruce, tomorrow the Gators play Knee State. Yeah, and it's a 7 o'clock, 7.30 kickoff. Uh, Y'all should be able to win that one. (laughs) Oh, hush it. (laughs) Yeah. It's in the swamp too, right? Yeah. Okay. Actually, Coach uh, Eaton's going to that game tomorrow. He's taking Jaden Williams up there tomorrow for a visit to Gainesville. Third and about 13 here for the Yellow Jackets. Here's the snap, and it is a direct snap to Valentine, the quarterback. He's going to get caught behind the line of scrimmage. He's going to lose another couple. Yeah, it's what uh, Eden called him a, a D1 tight end, you know, and in the pregame show. And the Titans will call a timeout, trying to preserve, preserve any clock they can. NFL started Thursday night. Kansas City and Detroit. Wasn't that great? I just thought that was so great. Um, Detroit um, getting the victory, and and it wasn't a fluke victory. They drove the ball down the field and won the football game and played well all night long. Now, I understand Mahomes didn't have Kelsey, Kelsey in. That's a big deal. But you still, you still got to play with what you got. And this week, everybody else plays on Sunday. The Buccaneers are in Minnesota, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, the backfield for Detroit between Montgomery and Gibbs, that Gibbs is going to be a star. Yep. And they get that uh, Jason uh, Williamson uh, back from uh, in a couple of games. The ball bounces back to the kicker, Valentine. He does get it away. It's going to go out of bounds. A little scary moment just for a second there. Valentine scooped it up on the punt. So Titans will take over first and 10 from their own 37-yard line. What do you think Aaron Rodgers will do in New York? How will he do? Aaron Rodgers will be Aaron Rodgers um, (laughs) and – He's 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 just got to find somebody that he's comfortable with throwing the football to. He's got to have that one trustworthy guy, and the Jets actually have some pretty good receivers. 
And, um, you know, they're they're supposed to lose, but uh, Rogers is going to keep them in, in, in football games. And, and, of course, Salas, the head coach of the defensive guy, he's building a great defense there. First and 10 for the Titans. Ball at their own 37-yard line. Powell wants to throw. He's running out of time. And Quavion Bird with his buddy Davis is there to bring him down. Really good job by these guys. Lost six yards on the play. Clock runs. And they're out of timeouts, too. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, how about that? 118 and counting. Second and 16 here for the Titans. Well, they got three in the slot, and I'm waiting for them to try to cut him loose. There he goes. Three's in motion. Quarterback Powell wants to throw. He does across the middle. It's going to be incomplete. Intended for Javon Prey. Yeah, and, and Jihad Brown was going for a kill shot, Mike. I think he actually could have picked that ball. But I think he was going for a kill shot right there. You're exactly right. And the coaches was letting him know real quick, go for the ball. Don't worry about the hit. Catch the ball. The ball was at. He could have He could have easily made that interception there. I'm an old school coach. I, I love the fact that he was going for a kill shot. But you, you can't do it anymore, unfortunately. Yeah. Third and 16. They're going to set up a little screen. They get it to uh, Forsa. That's and he's going to be at the 40 and knocked out of bounds. He's short. Got a flag over here, too, guys. Should be hope. Yes, it's going to be against Naples. Flag right in front of the Yellow Jacket bench. Big shout-out to the Barjo cheerleaders tonight. We had both squads tonight for homecoming, the junior varsity and the varsity. They stretch from the 25 to the 25-yard line. Yeah, and, and you also, one thing we don't ever mention, and we should, guys, is the JV has has a state championship as well. And these the the uh, JV won the state championship as well. And you know, they don't go to nationals. They don't go to the world and all that. But uh, Coach Jolliffe, she just starts them from the ground up, you know. I mean, right out of the womb, they're already doing flips. Third and 20 here for the Titans. 30 seconds to play. Powell, the quarterback, under some pressure, scrambles, throws downfield, and he bounces it to the receiver incomplete. Yeah, just he, he did everything he could trying to throw that ball on the run, and it's it's really hard to throw the ball 30 yards downfield for anybody. The Jackets are 23 seconds away from going 3-0 and to start this 2023 campaign. I want to keep an eye on his dad and see what his dad does at the end of this game. He, he you know, he's Mr. He's Mr. Cool over here. But inside, I can tell you right now, guys, his heart is pumping, and that is one jacked-up father right now. Fourth down. Fourth down for the Titans at their own 30-yard line. They needed to get close to midfield for a first. Here's the snap. Powell drops straight back. He's under some pressure. Oh, Powell slings it. And it's going to be intercepted. Oh! Ty Murray. Murray was going for the end zone, and he just. Oh, he. Mr. Excitement. Come on, bro. He read the quarterback's eyes and broke on the ball. Oh, and we love it. you. And oh, my gosh. You got to appreciate that effort. <laughs> 
Murray's over here on the sideline. They're going to give him the business on film day on Monday. On Monday, they are going to give him the business. Bartow takes over on downs. First and 10 at the Titan 30-yard line with 18 seconds to play. What do you think? You take a knee here? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> well, they got another penalty or something? Uh, they're just winding the clock They're there. winding the clock down, guys. I think that's going to be the ball game. Yeah, that's going to be it, guys. I see Bartow lining up here on the 50, and the official's walking toward the east locker room. Yeah. All right, there you go. That's your, going to be the, your final score. He's bringing the drone down now, too. Bartow 24 and Golden Gate 13. Bartow wins homecoming 2023. We'll be back. You're listening to Yellow Jacket Football on WBF. Hey, this is Tyler Kelly with Kelly Buick GMC, and we're proud to make today's sports broadcast on WBF possible. Visit any of our five locations and see why we are Polk County's number one Buick GMC dealer. Kelly Buick GMC. Today's broadcast is presented in part by Pallet One, now seeking employees, offering competitive pay, great benefits, and a safety-first environment. Join Pallet One for a stable, long-term career as part of a fast-paced, dedicated team. Pallet One is an equal opportunity employer. Hi, it's Erin with Evolve Contracting. While there's no shortage of landscape and irrigation companies, you deserve the option that's the best fit for you. At Evolve, we offer 3D imaging and an irrigation program that saves you water, time, and money. Call us at 863-537-7537. I need to get my ass up and come watch a JV game. Sorry about that, guys. Tomorrow night, or Thursday night, yeah. Sorry about that. Welcome back to Bartow Memorial Stadium, where the Yellow Jackets have uh, defeated the Golden Gate Titans 24 to 13. And uh, Mike is chasing down Coach Eden. I'll catch him here in a minute, guys. He's trying to get everybody over here to the sideline for the alma mater. Coach does everything. Coach Eden does everything. I'm not going to interrupt you here right here where he's at, guys. He's wrapping his arm around his players, and we'll give him a minute with that. While they while they play the alma mater, let's run down some finals we have tonight. Uh, St. Joe's Prep from Pennsylvania, they defeated Lakeland 45-24. to That's a final. Uh, Ugali shuts out Winter Haven 35 to nothing. That's a final. Uh, Fort Meade, a winner tonight. They defeat Lakeland Christian 40-7. to George Jenkins a winner tonight. They defeated DeSoto County 46-7. Whatever. Avon Park goes down. Lake Region defeated Avon Park 38 to nothing tonight. And Frostproof a winner. Frostproof defeated Port St. Lucie 21-6. I got one. And some partial scores. Lake Gibson in front. And Auburndale leading Kathleen 33-6. And that Lake Gibson score, Lake Gibson 26, Lehigh 13. Well, you know uh, the way George Carlin used to give a partial score, don't you? Hey, guys, let me interrupt you. i got Coach Eden here. Congratulations, Coach. You challenged your team last week. You said the best part about being 2-0 is you got the opportunity to go 3-0. I heard you challenge them in that locker room tonight. How does this win really set with you tonight, having your dad here, rooting you on, homecoming 2023? Well, I'll tell you what. I mean, all glory to God, praise and honor and glory to Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. We can't do anything without him. Our boys know it. Um, man, boy, they fought hard, didn't they? I mean, it was it was 7-3, and, and when it became, I think it was 10-7 or whatever, boy, we looked. it looked like it was done. It looked like we were going to fold. 
looked like we were going to fall apart, looked like we were going to just blame each other, give up and quit, but guess what? We didn't. And we fought and we came together and again I challenged them. That's what champions do. And I'm so proud of these young men. They're the best dang players in, in Polk County, I think, in Florida. And I'm just so excited now. Hey, the best part of 3-0, get to try to be 4-0 now. Absolutely. What about having your dad here watching you pull this game off tonight? Incredibly special. I'll tell you what, it's going to be a lot better going home now with a win rather than a loss. Absolutely. Thanks a lot, Coach. Let's look, let's look forward to 4-0. Yes, there you guys have it, man. We that appreciate was great. it. That was great, Mike. Uh, great, great job. And, and his enthusiasm is incredible. Maybe I can get his dad here real quick. Go ahead. You know, we... Hey Tommy, uh, we've uh, you know we, we've we've had all these. Uh, if you okay, you go got, ahead, Mike. Hey, let me interrupt you guys again one more time. So I had the special pleasure of talking to the other Edens on the field tonight, Coach Eden's dad, Coach Mr. Eden, Jim. However, when it comes, how did you feel about this win? I just quizzed your your son about this. He said, "What a great feeling it is." How do you feel, and how do you look at this game tonight? Did you see Bartow? I see them as going a long way once they get things set on their offense their defense is amazing offense they need a little work more, more work get into his system more he's my son's doing a great job i'm very proud of him absolutely and i've watched him challenge these kids the best part about being one and oh is you have the opportunity to go two and oh the best part about being two and oh you got the opportunity to go three and oh and you guys heard the last thing he told me he said the best thing about being three and oh we go four and oh so i mean what a great attitude what i mean that just goes to shoot, shoot what kind of family this guy comes from what can we look, I mean, can we see this drive from him continuously? Is this something that he's always had in him? He's always had it. He always has excelled, no matter what sport it is. He, he wants to be great. He wants his teammates to be great. He lifts his teammates up. So as a coach, he's lifting these kids up. Absolutely. Thank you very much for your time, sir. Take care. Enjoy Florida, coach. Appreciate it. Thank you, Mike. Good job down there, buddy. Wow. 24-13 Bartow winner tonight. They're 3-0 heading into district competition next week at Ridge Community. 7.30 kickoff next Friday night. We'll be on the air about 7 o'clock. But, gosh, uh, we haven't had a game like this in a long time. I was fixing to say the same thing. I, with the ups and downs and, and you know, the, uh, the frustration, you know, you want to scream and and then then you cheer. And then uh, you're – we're we're totally – we're totally – we're totally into this as as much as they are, and and you know we we we're Monday morning quarterbacks up here, and uh, everything. But uh, this coach is really impressive, and these kids they will run through a brick wall for him. I can see that right now, and uh, whatever we do from here on in, this guy if he wants to remain a Bartho, I hope he plans on. Uh, you know, planting his roots here. You know, and you guys seen it. I mean, after he shook hands with the field, across the field with the other team, you saw him just hugging each and every individual player that he walked by, getting them over there for the for the uh, alma mater and everything. And he was just so passionate about them, making them go over there and do that, and just wrapping them up and just spreading his love all around him. And you heard the thing his dad said. He just brings these, he coaches these kids up all the time. Andy, you got some final thoughts? How'd you, how'd you see about the Jackets tonight? Their, their defense is just awesome, and the offense got a little things to work out, and and uh, I, this is a, a great team. They're going to go a long ways in the district. I mean, they're going to, you know, I see them making the playoffs and, and, and doing something. Yeah, I, I agree with you, Andy, uh, but uh, credit to Naples. 
they had an outstanding defense. Oh, yeah. And, they, and that's what Coach Eaton talked about in his pregame was that two strong defenses are going to be on the field tonight. And, uh, you know, you had the big run from from uh, Williams. You had uh, Taylor making some extraordinary catches all night long. So uh, it, was a, it was a big play night. And, again, like we said, it's been a while since we've experienced a, a back-and-forth tussle like this, and it was it was exciting. Well, I don't want to drive to Naples again, but I, I, would, <laughs> I would certainly play them again. They're a lot of fun to play. I mean, that's, that was a good football game. I thought you had a coach. All right. Well, I think that's going to wrap things up for us. We want to say, hey, thank you back in the studio. First-time producer Sean and Lori handling the producing studio duties back at the studio. Uh, I guess everything went okay. Good job. I didn't hear anything. Oh, we haven't been on the air all night. Have we? Is that it? Okay. We're going to say goodnight for now. Thank you, everybody, for joining us, and we appreciate you. Hope you join us next week for Bartow Yellow Jacket Football. For Mike and for Andy, for Bruce, I'm Jeff. Final score, Bartow 24 and Golden Gate 13. Take care. Stay safe. Good night, everybody. You've been listening to Bartow Yellow Jacket Football on WBF. Tonight's game was sponsored by Bartow Ford. We're different, and we prove it. Evolve Professional Landscape Management, Citrus Air Conditioners of Bartow, Pallet One of Bartow, SR Wright and Company, by Ewing Blackwelder and Deuce Insurance, Keith Spray Service of Bartow, taking care of your lawn and garden for over 50 years, Budget You Pull It, the parts you need when you need them, by Spath Jewelers of Bartow and Valrico, Widden McLean Funeral Home, Beefo Brady Sports Pub in the Bartow Center South, and by Kelly Buick GMC of Bartow, doing whatever it takes to earn your business. Bartow Yellow Jacket Football is a sports exclusive of FM 102.9, 97.1, and AM 1130, WBF.